guys, it's right around the corner. We're it's almost Halloween, or as Troy says, Halloween. But guys, <laughs> who's we're not, correct? We're not even we're not even celebrating both of those. We're celebrating Halloween with a Halloween double feature. That's right. Thanks to the ever mindful ideas of Sam. <laughs> We're not only doing Hellraiser, we're doing Hellbound, colon, Hellraiser 2. A Hellraiser double feature. Oh, Guys, double. did we get out of this with all of our skin intact? <laughs> Are we just a bunch of weird meat sacks sitting here? <laughs> Am I bleeding through a white shirt right now? <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out Jesus on a very God. special Drazier wrapped <laughs> edition of the review. <laughs> No. Review. Uh, <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I it was gonna come in hot, and I just fucked. Since we're all coughing, I thought I'd clear my throat. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the review. Review a show where three small town dudes give you our big hellish opinions. Ooh. I. I'm Troy to the max extreme. I, I'm Coach Havens. <laughs> I will give you a punishment that will be legendary even in hell. <laughs> and tonight's, <laughs> this is guys go on, <laughs> <laughs> guys, right up to the top of the show. Gotta say, what what's going Be- ahead? Best show ever. Biggest show we've Biggest ever, show done. ever done. <laughs> Biggest. Biggest show we've ever Biggest done. Biggest show ever done. Biggest. We got double header tonight. Double header. Double main event. We yep. got a segment I just want to throw in here just because. Yeah. <laughs> something new. That's right. Usually when Troy brings up a, <laughs> a, a, a segment, it usually means he needs to get some off his chest. <laughs> no. <laughs> I this just is want, true. I just want to You're right. freshen up this, the, 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 the formula we got going on, you know? You don't want to make it stale. Okay. You can't eat just grilled cheese all the time. You got to have a grilled cheese with ham in it every once in a while. That's a ham. Absolutely. That's just ham and cheese. It's not grilled cheese. That's uh, hot ham. It's a grilled ham and cheese. It's a hot ham and cheese. Okay. No. That's chips and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> You're just giving me chips and cheese. You're, You're just giving me and chips cheese. and cheese. Wait, is it a grilled? Wait, what'd you say it was? Hot ham and cheese. What? Yeah, I call it hot ham and cheese. cheese. I, there's a difference. Please explain. Wait. Hot ham and cheese. Yeah. Is ham and cheese. Yeah. On a bun. Yeah. Or on bread, thrown in the microwave, melted. Okay. Microwave? Not even the oven. Oh, just, no. Or oven. Could. Or oven. I do the griddle. Put the you piece of ham. Bo- you butter both sides? No, it's not on the bread yet. You put the ham on the <laughs> griddle. Oh, you're cooking ham. Yeah. Just straight ham. Listen to this, yeah. Cole. You straight listening? ham. Throw the cheese on the ham. <laughs> I'm listening. Uh-huh. Keep it on there long enough for the cheese melts over the ham. You doing uh-huh. shaved ham, like deli meat, or are you doing, like, legit Motherfucker, ham. I'm Thick going. I'm ham. going ham steaks. Oh, oh, wait a minute, game changer. Yeah, Fuck. like a thick slice spiral ham, like a slice. Yeah, like, like after a big, Easter thick, ham. like a big, yeah, like a big thick slice, and then just cut enough where, it, where it fits the bread. Nah, uh huh. What do you do with the bread? Plain, toast. It usually depends. Sometimes we'll throw we'll throw it in the uh, in the air fryer for a little bit to toast it. Oh, okay. My. Okay. See, to me, I was going to say, I respect that. Okay. 
I le- I appreciate your. I respect. don't appreciate what you did with the bread so much because you did like you like. I feel like you neglected the bread there. So this is why a no. grilled ham and cheese is better. Bread, bread is just a vessel. Oh no! Ah uh-uh. no! It can be a. It could be. You're talking to sour sourdough Troy over here. <laughs> SDT. SDT. <laughs> Forgot I was in the midst of Chef Troy RD. <laughs> That's right. SDT Troy RD over here. So, to me, you you butter both sides of the bread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You make a grilled cheese. Uh-huh. Now, you could grill the ham on the side. I throw the cheese and the ham on the bread. Other slice of bread on top. Flip it. Grill it. Grilled ham and cheese. Flip it and reverse it. Holy smokes. I put my top down. It's you. Tap it. Tap it. You got it. My top nabbit, flip it, reverse it. Okay. Change the subject question real fast. Answer. Did you guys have grandparents that would just coldly butter bread of sandwiches that they would give you? Yes. Oof. Like, that was like their like they mayo, would, I yeah, guess? Yeah. They would just, and they would, and it wouldn't be like light buttering. Like they would take globs of butter. It yep. wasn't quite room temp yet, so it just ripped nope. the butter. Yeah, it was cold as fuck. Part. It was cold as fuck. So they would just like slap. They would like fucking press down and slather <laughs> like a thick coat of butter on both sides of the bread. It tastes more like butter than it would the actual sandwich. And to this day, mainly at funerals. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> I those still- sandwiches are those sandwiches are almost like like. Supposed to be served at funerals. Like, they are. I always see them at funerals. It's a funeral cocktail sandwich. Yeah, and they're fucking delicious. I love them. I, they are. I really don't want good. them all the time. I don't I, like. I don't like the lot of butter. But on at it. a funeral, oh my god! Nothing. Nothing. Then a, yeah. then a funeral sandwich. Heavily buttered funeral cocktail sandwich. I almost, it, almost, it almost kicks me into a form of grieving when I eat it from now on because they're always at funerals. Yeah, it's so weird that that like. It's harder to spread than just, like, if you put mayo on it. But I guess it's more yeah. widely acceptable by more people? Is it? I mean, is that why they put it on there? Are the people Ugh. are people just grieving so much as you do something with their hands? Is that why they're always at... Those sandwiches are always at funerals? I don't know. I'm not asking why they're there. I'm asking why they use that instead of mayonnaise. Why butter instead know. of mayonnaise? Yeah, cheaper. Is it, though? Cheaper? Probably not anymore, actually. It's just, it's just fucking eggs. Fucking eggs and oil. It's fucking eggs and oil. It's fucking eggs and oil. (laughs) Guys, we got a huge show. This is the biggest show we've ever done. (laughs) Biggest show. We got a double header. We got, we got, we got news up top. I'm going to tell you that right now. We got a segment I'm going to throw in there. Okay. It's like, it's close to a top five segment. Oh, we haven't had one of those in a while. It's turned on its head. That's why I thought we should also do one of these. We got, we got mail. leave us. We got lots of mail. We got lots of mail. Lots of mail. Yes, before I leave you. Yes. Wow. And at the top of the hour, we're getting to Hellraiser 1. Got it. And yeah. to Hellbound. Hell, Hellbound colon Hellraiser 2. Is it that? Is it that way? Is it Hellraiser 2 Yeah, Hellbound? it's weird. Why would they put Hellbound and then do Hellraiser 2? Where it's like, they wanted to call it Hellbound, but then they were a little mm-hmm. self-conscious that they wouldn't know it's also Hellraiser 2. Mm-hmm. Getting out of that in the top of the hour. Mm-hmm. Get to that and more. It's already gone. <laughs> Guys, what? Big uh, news right up top. Uh, Matt Reeves came out with a big Batman movie, The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. Uh, earlier this year, late last year, don't even yeah. remember anymore. Mm. Matt earlier this year. Critical acclaim, and I also liked it. Yeah, earlier this year. Well, 
Don't hold your breath. What? Wait. Because the Batman 2? Yeah. Floor de Lee or whatever the Joker is. No, Batman 2 isn't going to be coming out. Don't expect it. Oh. Until 2025. Yeah. Now that's a ways off. That's, that's a while. Oh. That's a Let me ways check my watch. Off. Guys. That's a ways off. It's not even 2023 yet. We're we could be in we could be in different that. we can be in different parts of our lives in in that time. Easily. Easily. Guys. You'll have Let's see. What's now 2022? You'll have 6 kids by then. Easily. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Bucky will have 3. Easily. Well, Two, one will be dead. Wow. I'm just expecting it. Holy shit. I'm going to fuck up my first one. <laughs> this? I'm going to fuck up on my first shit. one. Can we start over? I don't like this. <laughs> I'm going to fuck up on my first one at least. You don't have to kill it. No shit. You just course correct. Well, it'll be dead to me. It'll probably be... Ah! <laughs> so anyway, the Batman 2 sequel. No, the, I'm sorry. Just the Batman sequel. Yeah. The Batman, Batman. 2. 2025. Yeah. It's a ways off. Everyone will have 90 kids. Yep. Everyone will have 90 kids. Literally everyone. It'll take a village. Uh, Guys, we God, just saw... I'm so disturbed by what you just said. <laughs> we the just... only way you'll learn to stop talking to me about fucking kids. <laughs> Dude, what? Uh, stop anybody, up nobody's kids. talking about fucking kids. Don't let anybody pull that audio clip ever. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We just witnessed a, a Marvel special presentation with Werewolf by Night. Yeah. Cold you watch Cold you watch yet? Maybe. Oh, oh. We'll talk about that. Maybe later. Maybe later. Or maybe Thank you for reminding me what I watched this week because I forgot <laughs> earlier. <laughs> but we got another one coming up yep. this holiday Ooh. season. The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is coming up. It's not a trailer for it. Uh, there's a trailer for it? Yeah. Fuck! <sighs> God damn it. Well, I'm not going to see it this show. I'll probably have to talk about it later. Yeah. I'm not going to watch it now. Interrupt the show with me watching a trailer. Should have showed it to you during the pre-show. Damn it. One of the, instead of one of those, I think you should leave. fucking think you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, in that holiday special, there's going to be a special guest appearance. Yep, I saw it. God damn it. By a Michael Rooker. Yandu. Oh, Yandu. oh you didn't know that. Okay. You dumb bitch. I fucking knew something you... And I didn't even see no, it. No, there's a celebrity oh. in it. Is it David Hasselhoff? No. Fuck. The Hoff? Well, according to the trailer, the whole premise is uh, Star-Lord is feeling uh, mighty down because he lost Gamora. Mm -hmm. So then uh, Drax and... Uh, let's check with the antennas. Mantis. Mantis. They get together <laughs> to try and give him... A Christmas will never forget because they heard that oh. it's Christmas on Earth. Oh. So they try and bring together all the things that he loves, including kidnapping Kevin Bacon. Oh. Okay. Back on board. Yeah. I should have really watched this trailer or knew that it came out. Yeah. It looks fun. I'm into it. Michael Rooker, though. How's that going to work? He's dead. Jesus. Flashback. He's one of Joel's kids. Joel's first kid. Stop! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> My first kids. <laughs> yep. uh, flashback or hologram? Who's calling it? What's the over-under in hologram? Ooh. Flashback. What do you got? I'm going to go flashback. You're going to go flashback. Cole, what are you doing? <laughs> flashback. I'll do hologram. 
Okay, makes sense. Is he going to be a voice in a, in a ship like the Millennium Falcon? When a droid got <laughs> uploaded to it? Oh, God. Hey, remember that? Remember that? Solo. Remember Check that in Solo? Check it out. Uh, guys? <laughs> Isn't it fun answering questions you never asked? <laughs> Star Wars? Uh, Rihanna. Kind of been out of the public spotlight in a while. Okay? Still famous. But is she up there with with the greats now? Mm, no. Who's to hey, say? Maybe she just wants to live her life. Maybe she's going to... Do- live your life. May- <laughs> uh. Maybe she was doing this because she announced Ooh. that she is be she is on the soundtrack for Black Panther Two, oh. and her song "Lift Me Up." So lift me up. Uh. Uh. Is about Chadwick Boseman's life and legacy that he has left behind. Mm. So check that out. Black Panther 2 coming to theaters November 11th. I heard that there's a line in that song that talks about how I didn't like 42 that much. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, you said really. You? Yeah, Rihanna definitely God. put a line in her song about how much, how much I didn't like 42. <laughs> she just doesn't understand baseball. Uh, Joel didn't like 42. <laughs> Troy and Cole made fun of him for it. Uh, The (laughs) only other bit of news I got is a trailer that I want to talk about. A big trailer, not the small trailer that you saw, Joel, Mm. about the holiday special. I got a big trailer. There's a a big trailer that came out. Big trailer. Uh, I I missed this big trailer. This big trailer is another Marvel movie. Marvel's all about it. Marvel's all about having trailers and movies come out. Yeah. Ant-Man... And the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Had a trailer that dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks insane. It looks like a great departure from the Ant-Man movies that came before it. But uh, I'm into it. It looks crazy. Wild. It looks like it's got a splash of like Doctor Strange and a splash of Guardians of the Galaxy in it. Yeah. Looks, uh, looks fun. I got onto like a weird thread, not so much a weird thread, it's just a negative thread about it, because I said, it looks just like a CG fuckfest or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's what all these movies are. Duh. It has been, for a while. Get over it. Piece of shit. <laughs> You'll fall into it very quickly, I'm gonna, <laughs> going to assume. But know what I was also surprised to see? Michelle Pfeiffer back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's back at it. I got a new actress to play Ant-Man's daughter. Was she sitting cool teacher style in front of somebody? Was not. She was standing, maybe bent over a bit. Ooh. Leaning on a table, maybe. Ooh. Oh, quick. So getting she's excited getting, now. Just, getting, yes. just probably because she's getting older or frustrated. She's probably getting her back can't handle it. Yeah, I'm rocking she's great. hard erection. Right? Oh, wait, wait. Wow. Wait. Oh, gosh. Oh, there yeah, you go. Two erections in this room right there now. There it was, yep. Guys, I think the temperature just went up a little bit in this... In this room. Living in a FIFA paradise. <laughs> but it looks wild. Do you guys see it? Yeah. What do you think? Um, I don't know what to think yet, because it just it looks like a lot of the same old shit, but I, I am uh, pretty pumped to see what they do with Kang. Me too. Yeah, me too. Jonathan Majors. Mac. Yeah. Kanging it up. Nice. Fucking that... I can't wait for moose that. of a man, Jesus Christ. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That goddamn uh-huh. trailer he was for Creed 3. Yeah. He is... Absolute jacked Adonis. He is a fucking... My God. 
Have you Holy seen him? Shit. He's a freaking freight train. Okay. Anyway, Ant Man three looks good. Yeah. Bring back Baskin Robbins too. Yeah. Employee of the century. <laughs> Employee of the century. <laughs> That's what it says on his little plaque. Got a little smiling on it in his little Baskin Robbins outfit. Well, it's gonna Employee leave it. Everyone else is gonna be pretty brought down. They can't. Yeah, is anyone else in the Avengers? <sighs> yeah. But anyone still... else save the world from Thanos? Like, what are they gonna What are they gonna build to now? They They. Anyone else can grow? The next hundred years, <laughs> no or one else shrink. is gonna be able to fucking match that. Well, they should try harder. I don't know what to tell them. Yeah, be a. They should just try and be a part of a bigger superhero group. That's right. Yeah, maybe they should. Yeah. But they Baskin, won't. Baskin Robbins is really asking a lot of people. <laughs> you know, I, I noticed who's absent from that trailer. Michael Pena. <gasps> oh, is he in the third one? Who's to tell? Who's to tell? Who's to tell? Let's choke the words a bit. Who's a tell? <clears throat> who's a tell now? That's it. That's all my news. That's all I got. Oh, man. So while I look up if Michael Pena is an Ant-Man 3, Joel, what do you got for news? Guys? I got some news, some Disney Plus news. Oh. Uh, they landed another landmark streaming deal. Oh, God. They now have the exclusive rights to past episodes and uh, upcoming ones to Doctor Who. Oh. Hey, I think I did see that, actually. And, uh, I did see who the next Doctor is supposed to be. Did you see this, Troy? It is shocking. Tell me. I guess, uh, I don't think it's going to be like a long-standing thing, because I think they only have him for like a couple specials, and I think it's going to be somebody else, but the new Doctor right now, uh-huh. as it stands, uh-huh. David Tennant. Again? He's back. He's back? He regenerated, he regenerated back to Tennant's self. Nah, the... Alright, what do you think about this? Real opinions. I, you know, Doctor Who is one of those shows where they can literally just make up rules, and I'm just like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I feel like I'm going to hate something in Doctor Who, they explain it in such a who gives a shit way where I'm like, all right. Fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is one of those shows that I'm like, I like the show, but I'm in, am I invested enough in it to give that much of a shit for their choices? Like, the way that they played it out like they said like he was supposed to re- stop regenerating like four doctors ago <laughs> right <laughs> cole have you ever seen an episode of doctor who i've never seen it let alone had an interest to even turn it on me, get, and, me and molly were pretty into it for the tenant matt smith years and then yeah. the first peter capaldi season was good and after that he just got really weird and they did the whole fucking sonic screwdriver sunglasses which made no sense uh-huh uh-huh. I, I didn't watch I fell it. out of it. I, I didn't finish, I don't think, that first season of Capaldi. And I haven't yeah. watched it since. Yeah. I've always wanted to get back into it, but Same. I don't know. That, yeah, that, that, that season just, everything was so, like, way too over the top. Like, he would, there would be, like, moments of action followed by him doing a guitar solo for no reason. <laughs> What the fuck? See, I don't even... There's just you saying that, I don't think, even bothers me. I just know that I wasn't into it as much. And I feel like I'd want to go back and start from, like, the David Tennant stuff. Or even, like, the uh, 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 the season before that. Just to get a 
the started again. What's his yeah. name? Um, Eccleston. Eccleston. Yeah. He had one season. Yeah. Kicked it off. Yep. Go to the David Tennant years. They were great. Oh yeah. Matt Smith. Matt Smith, my favorite doctor. Get into that. Yeah. And then just try. By the time I get to friggin' uh, Capaldi, I'll be burnt out. I don't yeah. want to do that again. Yeah. It's a lot. I might I might watch these David Tennant specials though. Okay. I'm kind of curious to see that, and then if that catches my interest, maybe I'll just start from there with the with the next Doctor because it's they do have like references to other seasons, but you don't really have to really uh, know. Not really. Every show's kind of its own adventure. Yeah, there. I mean, there is like a, a especially in every like the I think, Tenant years. There was a. Yeah. Well, I would say the Tenet and Smith years have a I feel, very big through line. Yeah. For both I feel of every Doctor has like its own through line, and then like they they'll reference something like a, like the previous Doctor did, but it's mostly like when it's them, they're like the through lines are just mostly with them. Mm. Is it? Is this okay? I don't know. Is this the same Doctor Who has been on for like fifty years? Yes. Yeah. It, so Disney Plus is getting all those. Uh, maybe. I don't know if there's, like, a rights thing. Because I know when, uh, H... Who had it before? It was... Some other streaming service had them before. They only had the new ones. Okay. So I don't know if there's, like, a rights thing where they can't get the old ones. I know Disney for a while that. Netflix had all of the classic Doctor Who on there. Well, at least most of it. I was going to say, yeah. I don't think they had all... I think they had certain episodes, but they didn't have all of them. I don't know. I don't remember. That's when I was watching it. When it would drop on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. And that was forever ago when Netflix still had like everything. everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like it. I like the show. Yeah. Cole, I think you would actually like it, but. Really? It's weird. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fun. You know fun. me. It's fun, lighthearted sci-fi. Yeah. Every once in a while it gets heavy or scary or whatever, but yeah. otherwise it's just like, it's just a, a fun show. Yeah. Okay. But like, it's a lot to get into. Like it's a there's a whole lore that if you want to get into it you can. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I just took it as what they gave me as the new versions. Okay. Because it like went off the air for like what twenty years or something like that. Yeah. It started in the fifties and went all the way up until like the eighties, and then then it stopped even, until and then it stopped until like two thousand and five. Yeah. And then it started up again. It's been going since. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's good. A lot of inventive storytelling in it. Mm-hmm. Especially in the Tenant years and the Smith years. Yeah. But I couldn't comment on that. I'd, I'd say the uh, yeah. I'd probably like it, but I still think my <laughs> my so favorite much shit to watch. My favorite storyline was the whole River Song thing. That's probably That's my favorite. Good. That's good. And I like the friggin' Tenant and Rose. Yeah. I like that. I don't know, I like the whole River Song thing where it was like they met each other in different parts of their life where yeah. when one person when one person met him, the other one that was the last time they ever saw him, and then they, it like it plays throughout that where like at the end, like the opposite person, that's their first time meeting him and that's the last time the other one sees him. Yeah. It's wild. Plays with their plays with their brain. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. Doctor Who. Check cool. it out. Check it out, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. I'm a yes, I'm a day. Uh, Troy, did you hear this? Well, yes. Some big DC news. Uh, DC superhero news. Uh, 
apparently they've got uh, they've got some heads. They finally may have gotten their own uh, their own Feige's. Oh, really? Yeah. This late in the game. Yeah. Okay. They've officially decided. You no, know, maybe we should probably put someone in charge of all this shit. <laughs> Instead of just making shit and hope, hoping it works out. Okay. Uh, apparently they've named, as a producer, a Peter Safran. Okay, don't know. And James Gunn. Oh my! Oh. To head up their DC superhero division. Wow. For, I think they said, movies and TV and animation. Oh shit, okay. They're throwing it all under the yeah. umbrella. Okay. Yeah. James Gunn. So I like what he did with his Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Because he, like, took anything that he wanted, kind of tied it into, like, what the Snyder stuff did, kind of. Yeah. In that little Snyder-verse thing. Yeah. Dude, what they are doing is the most complicated roundabout way to get through this. Let's just start over. Just fucking do whatever. And yeah. just say, yeah, it's all different. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You you do it with Batman and his mm. franchises all the time. Like, is his connection? No shit. No, his is different. Yeah. What about this Joker movie? Does that go with that Batman? Nope. No, that's different. Different too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, sure. Fair enough. But what about this Batman? Yeah, that one connects. That one connects. And that Can one will remember. also connect to one from the 80s. And the 90s, because he'd be coming back in flat. Like, it's all the same. Who <laughs> fucking cares? So, fuck yeah. Too hard. It's all interdimensional. You'll know if you watch Flash, which will come out in 40 years <laughs> after Ezra Miller gets out of prison. <laughs> if they get out of prison. Yeah. That's a big if. That's a big if. But uh, that's all my news, but I do have a bit. <clears throat> Guys, we can't avoid these bits. I was looking up news. I was trying to find something. I was going to try to commit to the news bit. Uh-huh. Commit to the bit. You like uh, commit yeah, to the I bit? I do. I do really uh, like it. <laughs> but uh, the only thing I could find was that uh, Simpsons came out with their 34th Treehouse of Horror. Just this oh. last Sunday? Yeah. That was supposed to be the one with Bob's Burgers in it, wasn't it? Uh, I didn't see any notes about that, but I think you're right. Uh, the biggest note was they went anime. Ooh. Yes, they went Death Note anime. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. That'd be fun. So our good friend, uh, Country Air Zach. Yeah. Country Air Zach. Just went to a bar in Chicago. Yeah. That, for the whole month of October, is Treehouse of Horror themed. Oh, wow. It looked amazing. Nice. If I had no plans this weekend, I would go. <laughs> it looked outstanding. That does sound like fun. Uh, I love Simpsons. But yeah, that's just the only note I could find. Nothing of note, really. Literally everyone just dressed as Kang and Kodos. I would love that. <laughs> In a big glass tube. <laughs> Slobbering. Slapping each other with some tentacles. But uh, here we go. This is Neil's Bits. 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 People dying. It's the pit. I we stay tuned. Gross. Stop saying that. He's got a squirt. I'll take a squirt. So sick. Uh, this guy, I don't know if you would know him. Okay. Died at 60, age 67. Young. In a car accident. 
Oh, I know this. Yeah. Oh, so you do know him. I do know him. Uh, he's been he's known for his uh, reoccurring role in Will and Grace. He was also in American Horror Story. Uh, I know he did a lot of guest spots at RuPaul's Drag Race. That's where I know him from mostly. <laughs> I uh, don't know where I know him from, but I know him. Leslie Jordan. Yes. Passing away. A delightful man. God, he seemed so fun. I. This is a guy that I would love to have hung out with. Oh, I know. He um, just seems like a like just a snarky old man. Mm-hmm. That has a line for everything. Troy, do you know Leslie Jordan? I do! Yeah. He's in one of my favorite little clips I send people. He's like, <laughs> Heavens to Betsy, I'm about to bust. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a gif of him like where he twirls around like a column. And like he's wearing like a white shirt and he's all dressed up. <laughs> like, that's the Leslie Jordan that I know. <laughs> What a lovely man. Uh, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Leslie Jordan, you'll be missed. For Leslie sure. Leslie Jordan, dead at 67. God. <laughs> Don't Charles bit this. 67? That was it? Yeah, he died in a car accident. Well, I, I guess I just thought he was older, I guess. No. A car accident. No. Sudden. Sudden. Again, Leslie Jordan dead. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. Word is still out whether or not he was whether or not he was uh, pancaked by a drunk dump truck driver. <laughs> that sounded hard to say. It is pretty hard. <laughs> it was definitely not easy to say. Uh, that's, that's all my news. Oh my! Oh my! Uh, oh, guys! Oh my! Oh my! I'm gonna throw this right in here now new oh. segment oh shit new segment uh not necessarily a new segment we're gonna do this every show no <laughs> absolutely not because every time we do a top five it goes way long but the apropos of nothing yeah i listened to something today where the podcast like every other episode or every few episodes they do a, a draft of anything <laughs> it could be literally anything and today they did one where it was the draft of the worst things. Oh, wow. And it was so broad, it could be literally anything. Oh, man. But I wanted to do kind of the same thing. Because I think it's funny, and god damn it, we're going to do it, <laughs> and we're going to like it. Uh, so, I propose our top five of our most annoying things. Ooh. Something that really just gets you. And we're going to do a draft style. Okay? okay? So, if somebody says it. You can't choose it again. Okay. I will go first. I will start with this one. Okay. My number one pick. My number one draft pick. You have notes. I just have five things written down. Number one draft pick. Number one. Annoying things. What what if someone takes one of yours then? Then I'm fucked. I'm going to have to think something off the top of my head. Oh, shit. Fucked. Okay. Number one. Repeating myself more than two times. What? No, don't Sorry, do what it. What did you say? Don't do it. So if I like do it with my kids, Chelsea, all the time, they'll ask me something. I was like, "Hey, where's the fork? It's in the drawer. What? It's in the drawer. What?" And I'm automatically fucking enraged at this <laughs> point, <laughs> where I've already said it two times. You didn't even bother to listen the second time. Now mad. Now it's on you. Okay, that's my number one pick. Saying something more than twice because you are listening. 
Okay. Next thing. Hey, I can almost I can almost build off of that with the opposite where saying something so shittily I can't hear you, so I have to ask again. <laughs> and then when I still have to say what, I just don't because I figure either I'm gonna piss you off or I'm just like, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> There's so many times where people will like tell me something and they'll say it so marble mouthed and bullshitty they'll be like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then like yeah, after and then like a while later they'll be like, Hey, I, I thought I told you to do this and I'm like, You probably did. Didn't know what the fuck you said. <laughs> <laughs> so in your in this situation, because I definitely do this too. Yeah. If somebody says something to you and you don't understand it. I never do ask, you say what? I never say I say what? I never say what a second time. I just I just act like I know what they said and then I just ignore them. So there is a certain few people where if they say something and I didn't catch it, I'll just be like, yeah, and just continue on. And if they ask me and they're, and then if they're standing there <laughs> like confused that that's the way I answered, I'm like, what's that? What would I miss something? And then they'll say it again. But I put it off kind of like I heard them and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood what you said. And I'll yeah. go on that. I'll go on that route. Other than, like, didn't want to put on them that they fucking just, like, spoke with a big old fucking dick in their mouth and couldn't hear anything. And see, sometimes saying. people will do that where they'll ask me a question. I'll just go, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, but then they'll, and they'll stare at me. And then when they stare at me, then I know they asked the question, but I'll still stay silent until they ask the question again because I refuse to say what a second time. <laughs> And there's and I just know they're just gonna ask the question again. Okay. Because they with context clues should have figured out that I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> and then it's back on them to just ask the question again. Very good. Good pick. Cole, your number one draft pick, <clears throat> the most annoying thing in the world. Body odor. Oh fuck, that was a good one. That's a Body good one. Body odor. Guys, <clears throat> seriously. You guys don't stink. Go ahead and fucking tell Thank you. I was gonna say. Go ahead and call me out if you want. No, you guys don't stink. <laughs> How do you have... Okay, I get it. If you just finish working out. If you finish running. Uh-huh. Finish in our line of work. A wrestling match. Yeah. That's different. Uh-huh. But if I'm just coming up to you in the fucking middle of the day... Yeah. <laughs> and we're just getting our day started... Uh-huh. And you, like, go to give me a bro hug or just hug me or whatever, and you fucking stink, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? God damn it. That kinda... What's your fucking hygiene look like? What's your house look like? Like, that makes me wonder what you fucking live in. <laughs> Seriously. Do you have running water? Can I help you with your bills? That's bullshit. Oh, deodorant you, is cheap. Like you can get fancy deodorant. That's true. But you can get a dollar stick from the oh, fucking yeah. travel department at that's Walmart. Right. Oh yeah. You can. Put it on. You can just slap some even vinegar under the Spread arm. Spread it on. Kill. Spread that shit on thick under those pits. Cause fuck you. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to get into my second round pick. Yeah, I'm done with body I'm, I'm No, I'm piggybacking kind of off this one. Oh, it's not wow. the same thing, though. Oh, wow. But leaving a restaurant and you smell like that restaurant for hours. Subway. Subway. Oh, Subway. No. I, <laughs> like, you can't. That is a restaurant. It seems like you're supposed to eat fresh. It's in the name. Apparently, yeah. you only eat onions. <laughs> Apparently you eat onions and it's the stinkiest bread in the world. But like, why do you leave smelling like an old bag of potatoes? It makes me upset. 
And like the other day, so like I, this kind of dovetails off a body odor thing, but you can't help it because you went in to be a patron at a place and then you leave smelling like them yeah. for hours. It's yeah. it's it sucks. It's unfortunate, really, that they did this to you. <laughs> but I there's a guy that came into work and I'm like, man, he just smells like a fucking restaurant. He smells like a fucking grease trap. <laughs> it's not his fault. I no. know where he went. Yeah. And guess what? I got lunch at a place today. Walked in. I was in there two minutes. Walked out. Smelled. Smelled like the restaurant. What are you doing? Get some fucking Febreze in here or something. Yeah. Air out the traps, dog. Air them out. <laughs> what are you doing? Anyway, leave and smell like a restaurant. Number two draft pick. I like it. Yeah. JT, number two. Man. Uh, like... Being so oblivious to your surroundings that you don't know that somebody's trying to, like, get by you. <laughs> so, at the so job that I have... Okay. The, um, there's so many times, and this is mostly just because of probably just my job, where I'm just <laughs> trying to literally just get it done as fast as possible and get out. That, especially in places where I go where there's shopping carts, they will just put their body... <laughs> In a position where there's no way you can get by them. Uh-huh. And then when you do ask, excuse me, then there's like, oh. Yeah, you're the asshole for yeah. trying to not take up the entire space. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. And granted, also my job also does involve, like, carrying, like, taking large, large pallets of shit <laughs> out and then, like, parking it. And then even though I leave enough room for them, they'll they'll just be like, I don't know if I can get by. <laughs> And do you have to have that? Can I get literally? There's enough. You want me to move your cart for you? Because I can do it. I literally know how much space it takes. Spatial awareness. Yeah. You. Okay. Okay. I get it. Yeah. I get it, man. Like I, I know. I, sometimes I can be guilty of it too. But it's like at least I'm like, oh shit, I'm really sorry. The people that are just like, what? I feel like I'm also guilty of this sometimes because I will yeah. literally just like kind of ditch a cart. Not ditch a cart so much as like, but I'll like park a cart in the middle of the aisle, kind of all cattywampus and go walk before where I saw something earlier, go get it and kind of just like putz around <laughs> going yeah. back to the cart. And it's just like, I've just like laying a strew, yeah. like my children, my <laughs> the cart, everything. And I'm just like... Not so much oblivious to it, but it's like I don't really care if they want it, just move it. But I'm I, I think I'm I'm subject to Joel's annoyance. But there's a You are his annoyance. <laughs> but there's like a person that I work with who has absolutely no spatial awareness where when we're loading a place, we need enough room to get by, like to move to the place we need to get to. Uh -huh. And he'll just put piles of shit anywhere. <laughs> where like there's no room i would have to i would have to physically lift the thing over my head and scoot around like we're we're dealing with like dollies where it's like you need a certain amount of space right to get in between things and you'll just drop it and then move not realizing that it's like oh you need room to get by this so we can get to the thing we need to get to to stock it did you have to have a talk with them have you ever had to talk with them you need more spatial awareness dog <sighs> 
probably more times than I should have. <laughs> like, if I am stocking something, it's probably not a good idea to put four piles of shit in front of the thing that I'm stocking. Cool. Yes, number next, two. Next, next draft pick. Okay, this one's easy, but it's so true. Extremely slow drivers. Okay. Specifically, because of where we live, country roads. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, highway, whatever. There's enough ways to pass, you know. Oh, yeah. You brought this up today, and like almost five minutes after you brought this up, I'm driving on Blackjack Road. Uh-huh. And I get behind two fucking slow drivers. I think they were together. Because and there's no way to pass on that road. Right. You can't. It's hilly. It's it, there's corners. Uh-huh. And I had to get to the fucking doctor's office by a certain time. <laughs> I swear to God, they were going twenty miles an hour twenty miles an hour under the speed limit. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. I can't take <laughs> get it. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. Get out of here. Not like five miles an hour under whatever. I'm talking extreme. <laughs> Pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> And I'm not a fast driver. I'm a grandpa driver. But oh, yeah. I drive the speed limit over a few miles an hour. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And I set the cruise. Just you a, know? And we're living in a mic era. You have to drive like that. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you're under the micros when you're under the microscope. <laughs> the microscope. <laughs> Did you when see me catch that? Yeah. Under the microscope. I love that you figured that out. In As I was time. saying, oh, yeah. under the microscope. Fuck, that's good. There that go. is really that's good. That's really good. Oh, <laughs> Joel and I were on the same level there. Under the microscope. Well, law's a law, Cole. Oh. Under the microscope. When you're under the microscope, watch out. Holy fuck, that's good. Anyways, that's a huge pet peeve of mine. Got it. Huge. That's a good one. Not that, not that one doesn't get my goat as much. As my number three draft pick. Oh, let's hear it. Backseat drivers or oh, that's good. my passenger not giving me adequate or quick enough direction. Okay. It goes both ways. Like, if you're going to tell me how to drive, then you fucking sit here and do it. I feel like there's a should knock we, on me coming uh, soon. <laughs> should, we, uh, should we get Chelsea in the room right now? Oh. Bring her in. <laughs> I'll tear her down. Or if you are being navigator... Don't say, oh, you need to turn, like, in 30 feet. <laughs> like, you have the directions on your phone. Yeah. It's like, hey, you're going to want to take a uh, right here, and then just kind of keep left, because in, like, a mile, you're going to want to take a left. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. It's like, you want to take a right? Oh, you want to go left? Ah, uh, you... F and then I got to turn around. There's already butt-fucking-tons of traffic around. <laughs> butt-fucking-tons of traffic. <laughs> like, that just makes me want... To scream and rip the fucking steering wheel off. <laughs> well, you want to make sure it doesn't fly off. Yeah, I, it's gonna just fly off. Well, steering wheel doesn't fly off when you drive it. That's bad. That's that is a hot button. That's a good one. In fact, one. I should just I should just save that for my number one draft pick. But now I'm putting it down. Number three, backseat okay. drivers or poor navigators. JT. Number three draft pick. Hmm. Um. I'll go with uh, people that just expect you to do something without asking. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've had a lot of times in the job that I. This is gonna be a lot of job based. 
I'm sensing a theme here with, with JT. It's, it's not even. And I, the thing is, I don't even. I don't even hate my job. It's just that sometimes, like the boss that I have is, he, uh, he likes certain things done, but then doesn't really care so much that he also lives up to the same expectations. Gotcha. There's so many times where he'll text and be like, "Hey, uh, I need your response right now. What about this? What about this?" You, you gotta get back to me. I need to know right now, <laughs> and then I'll do it. And be like, "Oh yeah, by the way, what about this? I won't hear from him for like three days." <laughs> <laughs> but then, in the same sense, he'll also be like, "Hey, uh, so you gotta do this 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 day." And it's like, okay, well, you could have told me, like maybe two days ago, so I could have had a better warning. Like, oh uh, well, I thought I insinuated that this could also that that this that this could have happened though. Like, no, not really. You just kind of, you maybe did in your head. You probably thought in your head that, yeah. Yeah, I meant to tell you. Yeah. But that's what, that's what. I think, Joel, you might hate your job. No, I don't hate it. I, <laughs> ah, that's quick. This is like, <laughs> this is like maybe one or two days out of like the year that this happens. Okay. Okay. Every other day I'm, on days where I'm just by my, like, me and the truck driver moving heavy shit, and I'm just listening to podcasts all day. Those are perfect. <whistles> On days where I feel like I'm being watched over, that's when I'm like, oh, "Fuck this." <laughs> you give me any job where I don't have to like really talk to any upper management. That's perfect for me. Mm. Mm. It's the days where like he gets yelled at by someone, so then he has to feel like he has to come in and yell at me. It was where I'm like. I bet I know what happened like yesterday to you. <laughs> I can almost guarantee that I know exactly what happened to you yesterday, and that's why you're watching me like a hawk to try and find something I'm doing wrong. Mm, sons of bitch. <laughs> sons of bitch. Sons of bitch. <laughs> cool. Number three. Um, this is a little hard to explain, but parents loudly. And physically disciplining children in public. Okay. Not that I'm saying, like, you should only discipline children behind doors. But, like, I'm at a restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah, your kid's being an ass. Uh-huh. I don't want to hear you <laughs> loudly disciplining your child in a very obscene manner. Okay. Does that make sense? I go into because I feel like I've. I might be a culprit of this, <laughs> but go on. Cause I like, I keep it under wraps. I love wraps. how, I love how <laughs> this segment that Troy brought up is yeah, like it's starting turning to bring against out, me. It's starting to bring out things that he might have been. <laughs> I need to bitch watch some stuff that's get that's uh, I need to get off my chest. And it's just like, Oh shit. I'm, uh, I'm doing a lot of things that are bothering. <laughs> Joe, Joe. This is great. Uh, I think I'm so, getting like, written off the show. <laughs> So, okay, so if my kids, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else, but if my kids act up or whatever, I'm very, like, quiet about it to the point where I'm like, guys, knock it off. Okay. Or, we're, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, another guava or melon or whatever cart oh, here? Or do you want one a of the beer? bottles? Yeah. Oh, a bottle. <laughs> do you want a beer? Do you want a beer? You want one of my beers? A shock top? The pretzel? The Sure, I'll do the pretzel. Okay, you got it. <laughs> I'd go for something darker. There you go, a little dark action. Um... So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, very, like, subtle about it, right? And if it gets worse, like, I will take them out of the restaurant. Okay. 
Like I will say, I'm on, like I'm on your level. I'm, I will say, like get up now. It. We're going outside, mm-hmm. and I will discipline the fuck out of them outside. Mm-hmm. But I realize that other people are there having a good time. The last thing anybody else wants to hear is me yelling at my kid because they're being a fuck. <laughs> so the last thing I want to hear when I'm having a good time is some other parent disciplining the fuck out of their kid to a level that's extreme. I know that's very like peculiar, uh-huh. but it pisses me off and it bothers me. <laughs> that's all right. My next two are very specific. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Troy. What's four? Uh, my number four... When I consistent consistently drop things, if I go to pick something up and I and it slips out of my hand, I go to pick it up again and drop it again. It's like my thing where I have to say it to you twice. If I drop it twice, I might as well just boot it across the room because it's fucking not worth me picking up in my hand. Have you ever been in that situation where you just fucking okay. you're just like that. Just that clumsy enough that you're like, so why is this happening to me? <laughs> so specific. <laughs> this happened five times like, in your life. Like you go to drop a pen on the ground, you go to pick it up, and it slips out your fingers. You, like you try to do one of these numbers, the pinchy number, like a little lobster claw, and you go pick it up with your fingers. It slips out again. Let the listeners know there's a lobster claw motion going. And then on. you go to like try to pick it up again, but you accidentally kick it a little bit, and it goes like. <laughs> It's like a whole Laurel and Hardy routine that's happening in front of you, but it's just making you so fucking upset. This never happens to you. Not once has this happened to you. I mean, not enough to piss me off this much. Have it one happen to you one time, you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Why am I so stupid? Why are you so stupid? <laughs> I can't do this. It's a simple thing. Fair enough. I don't get... It's not worthy. It's just of... the small things that bother me. <laughs> Apparently, as with my number five draft pick. Oh my god, I can't even <laughs> it's imagine. The smallest thing ever. Holy but shit! But every time it happens, I'm on edge. Anyway, Joel, <laughs> number four draft pick. Oh, this one's gonna make me sound like a like a dick, but it needs to be said. Uh, people that think they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I get it. It's like nails on a chalkboard to me. Yeah. And then when it gets to a certain point when they realize that I don't think they're funny, it goes one of two routes. Either they understand and they just start to just have like a regular conversation with me or they start going the more racist like oh god route with like jo- <laughs> they just go yeah. racist. The, the just yeah, it's always like oh okay, they he probably likes offensive jokes and then it's just like now now I'm even now I feel even worse. <laughs> Like, how many times has that happened to you where it's like, oh, God, my material's not going. I need to go for the big guns. Yeah. Racist jokes. Yeah. (laughs) The best. Oh, and especially, like, around here. I'm sure they probably kill with, like, your other fucking friends. Uh But, like, you can read a room, dude. (laughs) I also don't understand that, like... Sure, maybe you get like pity laughs. Yeah. But is anyone ever like busting a gut around you? Yeah. Like have you have you not picked up on that? That's like another yeah. social awareness thing. And like <laughs> I feel like I'm socially aware enough where I I I know where it's not my crowd. And then I don't try to be funny around them. Uh-huh. 
But there are people that just try to be funny around everyone they're around. Because they just think they're funny all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then, it's one of these days I have to be like, dude, I'm not your audience. <laughs> Maybe you're, you're, like, your mom and your girlfriend probably think you're hilarious. I don't. Your mom. <laughs> your mom and your girlfriend. <laughs> Holy shit. I just, there's a lot uh, of times. Like, I bet your mom loves your racist jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's a few people that I've met where she probably does, but uh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, number four draft pick. Number four again. This one has special parameters. Okay. Uh huh. Um, people in the customer service industry that have no customer service. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get it. Everybody has bad days. Yep. Yeah. Right. But if I'm going into a place like local that I go daily, and every time I go in, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> a, what kind of fucking moron hired you? Uh-huh. B, fucking quit. Because <laughs> I don't like you. Nobody likes you. Yeah. Even yeah. as far as like, I'm going to say like, even like Dollar General employees. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. That's customer service. Yep. You're dealing with the public yep. every single fucking day. Be a good human being. I so say thank you. <laughs> say hi. It's easy. I think I don't I don't know if it's a thing now where like they just need bodies and places in order for the place to operate. I think that's exactly it. But oh, like dude. that's been a but like even before like I would even go back like 10 or 15 years. I worked at a place where the person that ran the customer service desk everyone hated because they were a dumb bitch. And I'm like, "How does that happen?" Yeah. <laughs> How does that happen? It makes no sense. Yeah. I don't get it either. From a hiring point of view, from a an employment point of view, like fucking fire them. <laughs> God. Dude. So my job has me. Sam always gives me shit about this because I tweet about it constantly, about how much I hate doing my job at Walmart. Uh huh. Because Walmart is now because everything is so automated at Walmart that they don't even need cashiers anymore. It's just. Like, the main jobs are the pickup and, like, uh, just, I don't even know what moving shit. The amount of times <laughs> the that I'm... Pickup and moving shit. The amount of times that I'm there to, like, do my job, which, like, I'm basically in charge of making sure all of our product is stocked as a merchandiser. So I get there, and they will put things in such hard-to-reach places I have to ask them to get it for me <laughs> because it involves, like, using, like, an actual fucking fork, like, lift to yeah. get it out. And they will drag their feet so much to do it. <laughs> I'm like, you you understand? I will get in trouble if you don't do this. <laughs> and, then they, and then they're just like, all right. Where is it at? I don't know. Like, I have to, like, yell at the... Like, it is such a weird part of my job that I have to tell someone that doesn't work for me to do their job 
so that I don't lose my job. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I think I've put together that I think all of Joel's has been about his job. They have all been about his job. <laughs> Granted, it's all I do. It's all I do. It's all I do. <laughs> Try number five. Do you have a number four? I just went. Did you? Oh, was that Joel piggybacking off something? That was Joel piggybacking. That was piggybacking. My number five. This is super specific. I open the butter dish. There's oh, no God. butter in there. You are specific. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Holy shit. So I've been on a kick where I have toast in the morning. Yeah. And, and sometimes I just have buttered toast. Sometimes I sprinkle cinnamon sugar on it. It's a yeah. little cinnamon toast crunch, you know? But real cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Sure. Doesn't take any effort. Put a fresh stick of butter in there. Use all the butter. Yeah. Put a new fucking stick of butter in there. Yeah. Jesus, language, <laughs> language. This this is this, this is my this is made a this made number five. This made a real fucking pick. Okay. Yeah. Use all the butter. Just put a fucking stick of butter in there. Yeah. We always have butter. We have backup butter up the up the butt. Backup butter. We have backup have butter up backup butter, butter in your butt. We have backup butter up the butt here. Okay. God. Just put backup a stick. In the, just put a stick in, in the butt. dish. The last thing I want to do is to try to man- maneuver my softened butter routine in my microwave where it just ends up melting the butter all over the fucking place. I just want softened butter. You got to pick that sweet spot. You, you gotta, do. You got to find that sweet spot. Do I want to be spot, using though. that cold ass butter ripping apart your bread like the funeral sandwich? I don't think so. <laughs> funeral sandwich. <laughs> I want a nice room temp bud <laughs> right in the dish. What are you getting high now? <laughs> Room room tent butt. Room tent butt. Right in the dish. Room tent butt. Easily spread them on a toast. That's all I want in the morning. Makes my day, makes my morning start so much smoother. Troy's problems are minuscule. They're mine. Yeah. Yeah, they are minuscule. He can't pick up a pen off the fucking floor. (laughs) He can't properly butter his morning toast. Now with that butter you've seen, either no butter or hot or fucking ice cold butter. You kidding me? Have you tried to make toast with ice cold You live butter? in a fantasy world, okay? I live in the real world, Cole, where all these little things just nag at you until you fucking hit somebody. God damn it. <coughs> That's it. That's my last one. JT. Uh, my dog's been waking up at 3 a.m. to let him go out and take a shit lately. <laughs> That's bad. What up? Yeah. What's his self-entitlement? Huh? <laughs> I, I think shit his the floor thing, like everybody else. His thing is that I think he realizes... <laughs> well, no. His thing is like... So if he wants to go out, his first thing is like... So he, he sleeps at the foot of our bed. If he... His initial thing is he jumps off the bed and he hopes that wakes us up. Uh-huh. If that doesn't work, then he just sits and stares at me. If that doesn't work, he lets out like a very sharp bark. <laughs> which usually nussles me awake. And then he'll just keep going until I let him out. But lately now, especially this time of the year, there's usually animals just out and about like late at night. Uh-huh. I think that's the main reason why he wants me to let him out. So he can like smell around <coughs> for shit. Because he doesn't do this a lot in the summer. He does it now where it's like he can be comfortable and also sniff for shit. Oh. And it pisses me off. Where, like The minute I let him out, he'll act like he's going to go to the bathroom. And then he'll just like... Uh, but wait, what, what about over here? I'm like, motherfucker, I'm going to drag your big fat ass in the house if you don't piss in the next fucking two minutes. Yeah, that that's... I'm glad I don't have to let a child outside to go to the bathroom. They can just use their own bathroom. Yeah, that's true. That's good. That's good. Like, I feel like I have like a, a certain window where if I'm outside for longer than two minutes, 
I'm wide awake, and then it's going to take me even longer to go back to bed. If I'm out there for like less than a minute or like a minute, I could probably get back in bed and just uh, go right back to sleep. Two minute breaking point. Yeah. Once I have that I two minutes, I'm going to have to fucking lay in bed and watch it on my phone until I just pass out. It's rough. And then that's 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 like a good 20 minutes. That's 20 minutes I could use be a bed. That's right. That's 20 minutes. Solid bullshit. point. That's 20 minutes of unrest you have. Okay. Yeah. Think of how bad your job was going to be the next day. I know, right? <laughs> when you get There's there. There's already enough shit that I'm fucking stressing <laughs> me out. Those poor people. <laughs> You'll run across. Cool. Uh, Number five draft pick of most I'm not going thing as in the world. minuscule as you. Oh, listen, uh, I think you need to just cart I I don't think Bucky said this one yet, but it could be along the same lines. Yeah. People with a sense of self-entitlement. Okay. Ooh, that's really good. Uh, yeah. b- specific instance. Someone that, even though, real soon here this happened, right? Real lately. Uh, that's not the right vocabulary I'm looking for. Real lately. <laughs> uh, uh, our closing time, brewery's 5 o'clock, right? Oh, God. I could uh, say I could say some names here, and I'm not even gonna fucking go that. Sure, route. I'm gonna go just very generic. Closing time is five o'clock. You yeah. come in at four fifty four. <laughs> yeah. And request to sit down and have a beer. Uh huh. Why? <laughs> Why? And yeah. then Why? when I say, "Sorry, I can't pour you a beer to have in house, but I'd love to pour you a beer to go," being a generous person, right? Yeah. They say. Oh, you mean I can't just sit down and have... No, motherfucker, because we close in six minutes. I've got a fucking family I want to go home to, you piece of shit. What makes you think you fucking sucking down a goddamn beer is more important than me going home to my kids I haven't seen all fucking weekend? Fuck you, you fucking loser. Go drink a goddamn bush light down the street, you piece of shit. Fuck you, you fucking loser. So, no. People with a sense of self and time are like, I should do something for you because I work behind a bar. Yeah. Or I should do something for you because I teach your children. No, I shouldn't. Yeah. You should be a fucking human oh being God. and do it for yourself, you fuck. Wow. Sorry. Oh, no. You should have been a number one draft pick for you. The amount of, the amount of <laughs> time. I wanted to. I started strong and finished strong. <laughs> the amount of times that Molly's walked into places where. One of the kids that she has at her daycare is there, and then the parents are like, "Oh, she's here," and they just like walk off. <laughs> I'm gonna get worse. Oh, I know. Get ready. I've, I, yeah, but she like I've I've seen it happen in front of me where like they'll walk, they'll run and be like Miss Molly, and then like the parents are like, "Oh, thank God," and they'll literally disappear. Oh shit! Where it's just like, <clears throat> what? <laughs> she's not on the clock. <laughs> Like we literally came here to get something, and now we have to like go and find you. Yeah. Because you ran off because you're like, oh, her teacher's here. Good. Now I can fucking not have to pay attention to her for fucking ten minutes. I always feel bad when Molly comes over. And my kids are here because they are like, oh, Molly's here, yay! And yeah. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I bet she fucking hates me. But even then, no. But even then, she's around friends. She doesn't mind that. Yeah. It's like when she does, it's like people she barely knows where they're just like, oh, good. Uh, I, I, can, I can get a break. Where it's like, no. I, I'm not even on the clock. How do you get a break? That, like, if... I feel so 
like on edge when that happens. Like when my kids are all over somebody, unless it's my family. And yeah. they're like, cause yeah. my brother, uh, dinosaur Neil doesn't have any kids or anything. He's like the best uncle in the world. Right. Yeah. He, when he shows up, he knows he's going to be bombarded with children. He's just got that in his head, and then and he does it for a couple hours, and then he slinks off into the night. He doesn't even see. He also goodbye. knows he gets to go home to zero children <laughs> for the next three weeks. But, like, I know I'm going to have a minor reprieve when we're all hanging out together. But I, I hate when my kids will, like, latch on to somebody... And I'm just like, no, guys, just leave them, let them, let them alone. Let, like, I feel like, like anxiety up to my freaking throat when that happens. I'm like, God, it's just, they're, they're having a bad time. Kids just go away. Go to your rooms forever. That's go how I feel. Forever. God, I feel so bad for when that happens, but they just, they just love people, man. They just love people. Hmm. I get it. Hey, great segment. Yeah, it could have been better. I kind of like it though. It would have been better if we had like like a more narrow focus. I think we're gonna work. We'll workshop it. Okay. All right. Only got a couple weeks left. Workshop. Like, what if we did like uh, like chain restaurants, but Ooh. like draft style, so we can't pick another one. Another oh, person. Ooh. Like right. something like that. Not okay. so open ended. So that's how that's how we're gonna do the top fives from now on. No, we don't have to. We can just do whatever. I don't hate yeah. it. I don't hate it either. I don't hate it. Okay. Anyway, I love microscope. We <laughs> microscope. <laughs> that is the best thing that came out of the whole yeah. segment. Uh, guys, we do have mail. We have a oodles of mail. We got oodles. Oodles. Hey, can you give me a random thing out of there? Anything. I'd love to. Anything. There you go. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You said anything. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I was gonna give you uh, a melon card, but that's coming next. All right. Very. You gotta very get good. through this shit. All right. We gotta get through this shit. Uh, first letter. This one came hot off our last episode. Hot. Wow. Woo! Burnt myself. And from somebody we haven't heard from in a while. That's right. We got oldest man alive writing in here. Oh, shit. And he says... Ran into him at at Jugs the other, on a, on a Friday, too. God damn. Yeah. was out? Out with the wife? He was taking the wife and I think the mother-in-law out. Oh, well, they just added that handicap accessible. So <laughs> there you go. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Easy accessible parking. He feels like it's not going to be a big, you know, thing for everyone to watch him try to get in. So. <laughs> Here we go. And he writes a few things. Gents, even coach. Oh, see, a- he's already ripping on me. <laughs> been a while. I don't feel bad now. <laughs> so I thought I'd drop a line. A couple things. One. Even though it is getting reviewed anyhow, can we blame Troy for the vote between RoboCop and Texas Chainsaw Massacre being tied? Uh-oh. Could you? Yes. Will you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. If I remember right, was Cole touting dark chocolate as good as uh, uh, as good a couple weeks ago? I sure fuck was. The only thing that is good... For is placing a square in the trash alongside Cozy Jack's lethal hot barbecue sauce. I fucking hate you. Hey, wow. dark chocolate's amazing. You Eric, are, yeah, you're, yeah, you're two thirds. because you're, that's because your old ass taste buds can't appreciate it. Doesn't mean you have to take it out on all of us. Yeah, Eric. just enjoy that high percentage of cacao. Okay. Yeah. 
And behind you, milk chocolate's way better. Oh, fuck off, you asshole. If Go fucking roll up the handicap accessible. <laughs> if you're still <laughs> taking suggestions for November, my submission is the Vincent Price classic, The Mask of the Red Death. Ooh. You would say that, you fuck. Oh, yeah, it was made, that was made Price. in the 20s, right? It was, yeah. yep. <laughs> That's it for now. Time for some screwball PB whiskey sent from my nice new deck. P.S. We have to go see that guy's deck. We yeah. do. We do. You helped him. He's been touting this. He's been touting this deck for a while. I did help him in a way. He he's been holding that deck over our heads for months now. Okay. Why don't you Have whip that? Why don't you whip that deck out? Let's God see. damn whip it! That deck out. Get a deck party Ooh, going on. God. Whoa! Have there a sound and see the fucking deck. It's gonna get cold here. I can't wait to get my hands on that deck. deck I can't party. wait to just feast my eyes on that big old deck. Of oh his. my god! I'm gonna take a seat on that deck. <laughs> I'm gonna put my ass right on that deck. Deck party. Uh, next letter, also oldest man alive. He wants to say a little bit about Halloween ends. Oh. oh. All right, a quick review of this movie. While it's not Brewster's Millions bad, it ain't far off. One of the worst movies in my ancient memory. Halloween oh. movie with what amounts to a Michael Myers cameo appearance is a travesty. Oh. My grade, F. Well, well played. See below picture for my thoughts. Sent from my nice new deck again. Jesus, he is talking up that fucking deck. And here's the picture. It says <laughs> the Corey Cunningham movie. Oh, and Michael's there too, I guess. <laughs> coming this Halloween. <laughs> What's the pr- fuck? It's a pretty great pick, actually. That is good. It actually rivals the pick that you sent, Joel. <laughs> the fucking Michael Myers hanging on to the back of Corey Cunningham. Put, you have to put that on the Twitter. I bet oh, used, that's true. I, I bet you did that with Microsoft Paint. I'm downloading <laughs> it right now. I'll throw it up. Well, on it's Twitter. handicap accessible now, so that's right. <laughs> <laughs> all new handicap accessible. Oh, it's an all new handicap accessible on Paint. So <laughs> on MS Paint, it's much easier to. It's much easier for me to use shit like that. Make now. sure you hit your start button. Uh, <laughs> next letter. <clears throat> November pick subject oh. line from a when one when it comes November pick <laughs> from a one Jesse Wyatt who we haven't heard from in a while. Whoa. God, they're coming out of the woodwork for this I know. shit. Holy shit! Hey, we appreciate it. <laughs> hey guys, me back at it again. Hey, I'll be honest, haven't been listening as frequently as I should have been. Ooh. Just knowing y'all universally and undoubtedly loved Antichrist. Was enough for me, I suppose. But then Jude Smith himself asked, Hey, you're still a patron, right? I checked and said, Oh, yeah, I am. And now I guess I'm in the running for another pick. Those are our favorite ones, the ones that forget their patrons. (laughs) (laughs) But how to stop or how to top Annie Christ? Well, obviously, by picking. The Darjeeling Limited. Oh, wow. Fuck you, Troy. You've been too happy lately. Love, Jesse Wyatt. I would argue with Jude that. Smith is here, too. God. <laughs> yeah, haven't you, ju- you just listened to me ramble on about butter not being in the dish, okay? <laughs> My life is in shambles. It's, it's, I think it's, it's, it's hard to think of a time when Troy was happy on this show. It's never been. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's never been. It's never been the case. It's never been. It's never been. Why do you think he's taking a break? Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm on the verge of being Joel's first kid. <laughs> I have to kill him. He's going to have to kill me. I tried. I can't do it myself. I put it in the zeitgeist now. Is this going to happen? Golly. Uh, next letter. Entitled Pinheads. Hey, guys. Okay. First of all, I want to say Whiskey Coke Troy is probably my favorite version. Those months we did. Pure gold. Okay. Back up. Whoa. Okay. Last week. We reviewed Halloween Ends. Yeah. While doing that, I had a bunch of whiskey Cokes. You did. Also, out of nowhere, Rita started chatting me up because I asked her if she's seen this movie yet. Yeah. About halfway through. Yeah. I wanted her take on it. But she didn't. She brought up... Uh, well, I don't know if she did or not at that point. I don't remember. But she brought up listening to the pod, like a random episode, and... It was one she was on, and we brought up something about um, Faint Appreciation Month, November, but we it was No, no November, Destroy Your Dick January, oh, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. We went through the entire year in this chat, and I just want to list some of these <laughs> off right now, because they were real good, actually. Uh, I need to find it here. Because uh, we started with... No, no, November. Yeah. Obviously. You yep. get it. Yeah. Um, And then we went to Destroy Your Dick November. That's right, because you have to do it after No Nut. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then, Jerk Off Jan. Okay. It's a, jerk it's a, Off. Sli- slightly not as... Not as extreme as destroying your dick. No, but you're still you're at still, it. You're still at it. Yeah, <laughs> you're just, you're yeah. just not doing it as hard as you yep, were in December. Yep. And followed by fan yourself February. That's true. You gotta fan yourself off. Now it's, it's probably hot down there. Yep. But then you're back at it. Mash it March. Mash it March. <laughs> Mash it March. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then we go to Gapril April. Oh. <laughs> you pull it apart? Yeah. Obviously, oh God, that's gross. And then we jump from April April to Masturbate. Oh, Masturbate. Okay, that's a good one. Thank that's you. That's clever. Uh, jam it in June. Oh, you're just gonna just keep hitting the head, or I don't, I don't know. It's whatever smack, you want. Smack the top of it. Jam it in, and then we have XXXmas in July. Oh, okay. oh, so I like that one. Okay. Uh, auto asphyxiation August. Oh my God. Holy shit. <laughs> Hellraiser coming up. That's wrong. <laughs> Slapping it September. All right. Um, uh, spunky season. October for spooky season. Spunky okay. season. And then we're back to No Nut November. Right. And then it's come full circle at that point. Oh, okay. God. That last part was Rita's. Yeah. So. I, well, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to our letter. Uh, also, very pleased that you tolerated Halloween ends more than the other two. Cole, Halloween kills fucking sucked. You're fucking stupid. That's That's an attack up. on you, but also I kind of agree. Halloween kills was very bad. I liked kills better. Halloween Fun kills fact. is also not good, but Halloween ends is so nonsensical that I can't even respect anyone that likes it remotely. Fun so fact. Read a fuck off. Friendly bartender Nate. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also liked Halloween Kills better. Wow, 
I can't yeah. believe you guys are just okay being so wrong. What we did he enjoy, say? We enjoyed it over some Boone's Farm. What did he, what did he say? You shut the fuck up, Boone's Farm. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Move on. Move she goes on. on to say, anyway, on to my pick for dumb people who pay for this stupid person November, or Patreon November, one of my childhood favorite movies of all time, the 1990 adaptation of Treasure Island. Christian Bale. Charlton Heston. How could you go wrong? What the fuck? I quite enjoy this movie and have watched it recently. Although, my taste is literal garbage, so that comment doesn't mean jack shit. Alright, I'll end it here. Hope the show blows and that coal blacks out. So, like every week. Uh, Already there! Love always, Chaw. Exo Pumpkin. Exo Pumpkin. Exo Pumpkin. And I should call I also add, the pumpkins. Uh, the pumpkins have spooky faces. Uh, I call them all! Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'll do some O's. I guess I have X's. Uh, sent from my couch while watching Beavis and Butthead and drinking seltzers. You I need bitch. to get on that Beavis and Butthead drink. <clears throat> Same. Oh my god, this one's a spooky one. Oh, this one's god. a spooky letter. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> and I feel like I need... To play maybe the audio of it. So here here we go. Oh, there's an audio? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you think this is a game? <gasps> oh! Hello, gentlemen. It's oh. been quite a long time since I graced you with my presence. Oh. I've been waiting patiently for you to finish the long-awaited Jigchaw series, but it seems like one of you is being quite a piece of shit. Oh, no. JT, in the first email I sent, you were my idol. You have since become the bane of my existence. Oh, no. Your ongoing excuses and lack of care to make new Patreon content has made me grow weary and angry. Oh, no. Spring Stampede 2000 is one of my favorites. And if you don't record and put this out with Spiral within 14 days, the bomb I have placed under your house will detonate, (gasps) leaving your precious wife and animals dead. Oh, my God. God. One animal. Make your choice. (laughs) Sent from that bathroom. Where there was just like a toilet and a tub and a weird sliding door. <laughs> Sent from U.S. cellular smartphone. Wow. Oh, so wow. I know his carrier. <laughs> we can narrow it down from there. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That was from uh, email address Jigchaw. Oh. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Jigsaw God. 69, 69 Oh. Oh. Yeah. Jigsaw's yeah. getting weird. I, I mess. I guess there was a whole bunch of other ones, and he had to really just narrow it down there between which one he wanted to be. So did wow. Jigsaw emailed us last year? Wow, I think yeah. uh, with all their threats. Uh, Bucky, did you listen to that? Listen to anything that that that, no, that I, this letter yeah. just said? Yeah, that, no, I, I'm I'm terrified. I mean, yeah. there's okay. one clear demand. Yeah. We need to do Jigchaw. We need to do Jigchaw. We need and to do finish Spring Stampede. Yeah. Otherwise, that bomb under your house will go off in four. Your wife days. and dogs are dead. I have one dog. Your wife and dog are dead. <laughs> that's why I'm not taking it seriously because they don't even know me. Wow, that's true. He's not taking it seriously. Yep. Fuck him. Well, ooh, you think this fuck. is a game? Fuck him. Didn't sound like a game. Sounded pretty fucking serious. Sounds like pretty fucking serious, JT. Holy shit. Pretty fucking serious, JT. Come for me, bro. Um, My bro (laughs) chat just popped up. 
Uh oh. Dinosaur Neil saying we need to start a uh, barbershop quartet. Oh, oh that's nice. we'll get. I'll I'll respond to that later. But also yes. Um. Next letter. This one. New listener. Okay. Very exciting stuff. No subject line. Uh, so that's a minus already. Okay, you need to get with it. Put a subject line in. We like a subject. Yeah. Okay? You dick. Get with the subject line. <laughs> um, this one is from Nina. Uh, hello, friends. Nina? I started wow. listening to the podcast today and must say you guys had me laughing quite a lot while at work today. Love it. I don't uh, movie much, so I don't have any movie suggestions. However, I just want to throw out the right answers to those candy debates that we were having. Oh, so Nina already has a sense of self-entitlement. <laughs> I think we all know how I feel about well, this. maybe she'll be on your side right here. Okay. Reese's Pieces are better than peanut butter M&M's. You just said wow. Reese's Pieces. No, I said Reese's Pieces. No, you said... Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Fucking maniacs say that. Uh, doesn't matter. Anyway, Reese's Pieces are better than peanut butter M&M's. Next, dark chocolate is better. Okay. Nina. All right. All right. Wow, and wow, peanut wow. M&M's are, in fact, the superior M&M. Okay, well, you lost me there. No. Peanut M&M's are the best M&M. Hey, Nina. Fuck off. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. wow. While on this topic, thoughts on candy corn? And are you guys team caramel apple or pumpkin spice? Okay, candy Ooh, corn. That's a good question, actually. That, that is a great question. Also, okay. I think we need to have more food stuff on the show. <laughs> really Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I brought this. <laughs> Thank you. Everything needs to be food based. Everyone can get into the food stuff. Also, I get into the food stuff. <laughs> but candy corn. Garbage. Candy corn is garbage. How about Malo pumpkins? Oh, I was gonna say though, candy corn is not as bad as the candy pumpkins. Those pumpkins are trash. Those pumpkins on, are legit small candles Can I... that you're tricked into eating. Can I throw something at you? Yeah. Candy corn mixed with like peanuts and Chex Mix. No, get the fuck, get them out no, of there. They would. You. I would pick no. them out. You're a piece of shit. Really, you would eat the you would voluntarily eat candy corn because you're too lazy to pick it out of something. I happen to fucking love candy corn mixed with shit. I don't like candy corn on its own. See, I've already called your fucking bluff. Okay, you would you rather have? eat them without the candy corn in it. You're a bitch. Am I wrong? <laughs> Fuck you. You took too long. You're, I know your answer. JT, what? Candy corn. Uh, yeah, I'll eat it. You will eat it. Yeah. Voluntarily eat it over anything else. I need it over Reese's Pieces. You are a fucking anti-kiss. Anti-kiss? Anti-kiss. Andy? I'm anti-kiss. Damn it! I fucked it up. I tried to get on your case and I fucked it up. Are you a candor-kiss? Are you an anarchist? I'm a, I'm a, can, I'm a canor-cast. God damn it. I fucked it up. Uh, but anyway, let's go to caramel apple or pumpkin spice debate. Ooh. Ooh, caramel apple, good. Yeah. I'll eat a caramel apple. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shit's good. Pumpkin spice. <sighs> I'm not a fan, but I won't be opposed to it. I, Molly's a big fan of 
of pumpkin spice. I'll drink off of hers if she if she gets it coffee wise. I'm I'm with Bucky. I'm both. Ooh, I think I'm a bigger pumpkin spice guy. Oh wow! wow. wow I'm wow, a wow. basic white bitch. Wow. Okay. Well, okay. basic white bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, right? That's what all the kids say. Oh sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, For that's sure. what I say. Yeah. yeah. Um. God, that's a good question. I want to lean towards caramel apple. Caramel apple's great. It is. But do you know if you go to E Town, they have a special syrup. What is you it? have to request the bourbon caramel apple syrup. Oh, oh why? But they don't have it advertised. You had to request it. Oh shit! It's they told me the, the other day when we went to E Town, they were out of it. But they said that they that they were told their cold foam is some of the best in the area. Oh, I gotta try that cold foam. And yeah, I didn't know that was an option. They brought it up the other day, and it's like, well, we'd say we'd offer you cold foam, but we're out of it right now. But we've been told it's like our, the best in the area. I'm like, ooh. When I go in, I just say, "What are you guys drinking right now?" (laughs) It's like the reverse of the brewery. When people are like, "What's your choice?" I ask the baristas, "What are you guys drinking?" God, that's how I found out about the bourbon caramel apple sauce. Oh Oh, shit! Oh my god! I gotta get down that shit. You gotta, you gotta learn how to talk to the baristas. God damn! I know. I realized today that the baristas know my voice over the phone. (laughs) You call in enough orders? I call. I guess, or else I just have like. I probably talk like a fucking stupid asshole on the phone, too. You I'm do. like, hey, can I please have an order to go? Troy over here calling like a movie phone guy. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hello. Can I have an order to go, please? Is this Troy? Yes. <laughs> Press one. <Yeah. laughs> a pumpkin spice stuff is good, but I, I think I, I'm thinking more that I lean towards actual things with pumpkin in it. Like I, my thoughts immediately went to those pumpkin che- cream cheese rolls. That is like supreme, but that's like made with real pumpkin puree. Whereas pumpkin spice is like fucking allspice and ginger and shit. Not necessarily actual pumpkin. You guys aren't even fucking listening. I'm here. I'm no, this is my number six fucking draft pick. You're talking about your pumpkin spice. Bullshit ginger fuck. Trying to figure out my beer. Oh, fuck. You guys don't even know. Fuck you guys. I'm just reading the rest of this letter. (laughs) I'm asking the important questions here. She is. Even though everybody else bailed on me when I was trying to answer. (laughs) You guys are real pieces of shit. (laughs) I'm looking forward to the next episode. Keep up the great work. Jesus Thanks, Nina. Thanks for writing in. Jesus wept. <laughs> Jesus wept. Yeah, thanks, Nina, for pissing off Troy. <laughs> it wasn't her. It was you guys. Oh, you no, were the culprits. No. She started it. Yeah. <coughs> She's over here shaking the hornet's nest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a regular hornet. <laughs> yeah. This is a horny. A horny. Sting, sting. I'm just a regular horny. <laughs> Next letter. <laughs> Entitled Rewatch. Well, hello there. Uh-oh. Hope all is well with you. If you remember a few months back, I gave the movie Dune a watch and wrote in about it as per your request. It. I'm pretty sure I gave it a C plus with the condition oh, the that I wanted to give it a rewatch in a few months. Well, oh. 
I have completed said rewatch, and I gotta say, I really love the movie. The story Ooh. was good and much easier to follow this time around, and the action sequences guys top notch. Who the fuck is this? I'll well, we get to it. Hold on. I'm eager to see where this story goes. Now, it's like two hours, 20 minutes long, so it does take no, a, a bit one. of a time commitment. And for that reason alone, I gotta give it a high B+. Plus. I need to go back and watch this. Hmm. Man. If we were taking percentages, probably 89%. Ooh. That's a high B+. Plus. That's a high B. That's almost A- minus territory. Fuck. Okay. Territory. 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 See, I was listening to you. No, for once, you bitch. <laughs> also, I have to applaud Joel for the new segment of the top song when the movie was released. It refreshing look back of some of those great and some not so great songs. Do you have two for tonight? Oh, I have, I do have two okay, for tonight. Good. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And introduce me to Miko. Never heard of him before. <laughs> But after hearing that Star Wars song, I looked more into him, and I must say, great music all around. Wow. I'd recommend at least checking out the Superman theme. How how much does he uh, institute lasers into his other songs? Oh, time will tell. Let's see. <laughs> if I am so honored to have a selection for Fan Appreciation Month, wow. I would like to choose a Disney movie that kicked off a franchise. The first of two that were theatrical released that goes along with a made-for-Disney-channel movie and currently in their second season of a Disney Plus show. Of course, I'm talking about The Mighty Ducks. Ooh. Hey, Cozy Jack, can we please get a year here? Cole, B-Dub soon, your pal, Jer Bear. Ah, Jer Bear, wow. let's make it happen, wow. baby. Wow. Signed, Bearface. Bear paws and a heart. Bear face, bear paws and a heart. I call bear the face, bear paws. Bear paws. Bear faces. And a heart. I guess I get the hearts. You do. Love you, Jerry Bear. Mm, that's love. Uh, one more letter Whoa. to go here. Are you fucking kidding me? Entitled, Come to Daddy. <laughs> Come to Daddy. <laughs> Come to Daddy. <laughs> The blood, the guts, the single breast grabs. And that's just what happens when dirt is in the kitchen at the Ponderosas, allegedly. I did watch the first Hellraiser as well this week, but was too scared by the Cenobites to continue. Ooh. If I were to picture Jumbo Buckets in my head, he would look exactly like the chunky one with the sunglasses. <laughs> Of a butterball? <laughs> oh my god, yes. Hope you have a great show, daddies. Also, don't forget to take a piss before you strip all the way down to your underwear when in when initiating sexual relations, or you may take a van hammer to the face. Quote the gutter, nevermore. Ah, uh, quote. Uh, great letters. Good guys. gutter. Those were awesome. We did a good guttering just now. Uh, thanks for writing in, new writer Nina. Jeremy, thanks for writing in. Uh, very ominous jigsaw message we got yeah, tonight. Uh, Rita, she wrote in, being her normal, uh, horrible self. Uh, Jesse, picking it back up, forgetting he was a patron. Good yeah. for you for yeah. giving us all that money. Hell yeah. Uh, and Eric, thanks for writing in twice, I guess. I did save that image to post up on the Twitter. Let's see if I remember. I, uh, with that being said, I have all of the available movies. 
for our November Fan Appreciation Month written down. Oh my. One of them was sent to me secretly by a one Connor Hopkins. Oh, it's secret. So I have those in there as well. I'm thinking for our first show of Fan Appreciation Month, since you'll be taking a sabbatical, Troy, Mm -hmm. you get free reign. Oh my. Over the fan picks. Okay. Do you want to do it now or you want to do it at the end of the show? Do it at the end of the show. Okay. I have them out. I have them laid out. Okay. I have them laid out. How many how many are there? There are one, two, three, four, five. Nine. Holy shit. Nine picks. Wowzes. Some of them are two that are placed by two different people. Okay. Okay. But I'll let you pick between those and then whichever one you pick of them, then they're out. After that. They're out. out. Yeah. Get them out of here. Well, you don't get two picks for fan appreciation, all right? Hell nah. Hell nah. There's too many fans out there. Yeah. We gotta beat them off with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> I love beating off our fans. <laughs> Nothing better than beating off our fans. Uh, With that out of the way, JT, what happened in the Tournament of Random Movies this Guys, last week? we had a tournament match between... <laughs> Why are you stretching this out so long? <laughs> the uh-huh. Florida uh-huh. Project. Yes. And yeah. the okay. birds. All right. Winning. Come mm-hmm. on. With. Yes. 81%. Oh. Wow. Percent Blowout. Of. Some people the would say. <laughs> Guys, floor project and stand a chance. Birds took it. Yes, baby. <laughs> Anytime Hitchcock's on there, come on. The God, birds took it a whole heartedly. You ditch the hitch. <laughs> You can't ditch the hitch. Cock. So so has been said. <laughs> Cock. So Florida Project's out. Florida Project's out. The Birds is in. The Birds joining Tucker and Dale versus Evil. A little bit of a uh, mild horror type ambiance to mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. this tournament so far. Mm-hmm. 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 But we'll see if we can change that. Oh, gosh. With a movie from 2010 based... On uh, something that's pretty prevalent today. Okay. And a movie from 2003 that spotlights a classic cartoon series. Okay. Oh, my. 2003. The 2010 one, uh, something prevalent today, and also the origin of something that's prevalent today. I'm drawing blanks on both of I, those. Same. I have no idea. The 2010 one, based on something computer-based. Ski-free. Origin. What? Ski-free. Not ski-free. Ski-free? <laughs> that fucking weird skiing game that was on, like, shitty analog computers back in the day? Yeah. You had to run away from the Yeti? God, I never beat the Yeti. You're, you're not supposed fuck? to. It's just like, you always you're reaching, the, you're reaching the end of the game. We have to kill you now. <laughs> Fuck, I remember that game. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I have no idea. I said ski free for Christ's sake. Guys, let's talk about old Zuckerberg in the social network. Oh, okay. Jesus. 2010. Two okay. army hammers eating all the people. Oh, no. <laughs> Imagine a world with two army hammers. <laughs> There wouldn't be a word left. Holy fuck. 
Spider-Man also trying to get... <laughs> uh, what's the other one? God, 2003, based on a classic series, a classic cartoon series. Mm-hmm. Classic cartoon series everyone knows and loves. Some would say that it rivals uh, the series of Disney. Okay. Disney's characters, because it would... It, the opposite of uh, Disney characters would be... Looney Tunes? Looney Tunes. What would they be doing? Uh, s- if they were out of action for a while, what would they be doing? I guess they'd be back in action. They are Looney Tunes <laughs> back in action. Is that, wow. is that the one that stars Brendan Fraser? It has Brendan Fraser and Dharma from Dharma and Greg in it. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Nothing. Okay. And Steve Martin plays the weird owner of Acme. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen this movie. No, I would have had to seen this movie. I love Looney Tunes. I don't remember anything of it. Wow. Not a thing. Have you seen this movie, JT? Yeah, I remember seeing a lot of it. I think it came out on HBO quite a bit okay. when I was growing up. And I remember, I don't know if I liked it, but I remember I'd just watch it because it was on. <laughs> okay. I don't know this shit at all. Okay. Okay. Looney Tunes back in action. It's got Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser got the Brendan Fraser songs. That's true. He's, co- he's coming back in a big yeah. way. <laughs> Getting standing ovations everywhere he goes. Yep. Okay. Looney Tunes back in action versus... The, what was it the Social Network. The Social Network. I huh. don't have a clear favorite in this. <clears throat> I feel like this is a dud of a round. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta have him sometime. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Alright. We'll see. We'll see who moves on. Yes. Uh, the audience listens with no anticipation. Who knows? There might be a might be a silent favorite. <laughs> we are all but three men, whereas there is an entire community outside of us. That's You're true. right. That is true. All of them still not caring about this round. <laughs> we'll see how it goes, won't we? We'll see. Um. Well, I think that puts us right near the top of the hour, and I know yes. that is not right. We're 30 minutes We are running hell along tonight. We have tonight. two movies to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Troy's bitchin' segment took up a lot of time. Yeah, it did take up a lot of time. I felt like though. it didn't go as well as I wanted. Because <laughs> it just pointed out the things you do wrong? Yeah, I just wanted to vent, guys, okay? <laughs> just leave the butter in the dish, for Christ's sake. We're talking Hellraiser and Hellraiser 2. Yeah. Hellbound. Yeah. Uh, tonight, guys, biggest show we've ever done, guys, this is huge, huge show, September 18th, 1987, yeah, Hellraiser mm. came to theaters, budget, one million dollars, wow. one million dollars, domestically, Brought in fourteen point five six million worldwide, fourteen point five seven million dollars. Rotten Tomatoes has this at seventy percent. Ooh. IMDb six point nine out of ten. Guys. Metacritic fifty six. Letterbox three point five out of five stars. And Brainless Pen <gasps> gives it a four out of five star rating. Pretty, I would say that was that's more positive than I was thinking mm-hmm. for a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was up there. I don't know. Everything's up there around that 70 percentile-esque yeah. rating so guys, right there. What would you say is a number one 
song from September of 1987. 1987. Is it a Tears for Fears song? It's not Tears for Fears. It is a well-known artist, but I, I think the song is kind of obscure. Oh, okay. Michael Jackson. You are 100% right. Nice. Michael Jackson. Ah, uh, is it... Ooh. Is it PYT? <clears throat> it's not PYT. Billie Jean. Yeah, the uh, the unknown song <laughs> Billie Jean. Thriller. It's not that Thriller. Was 83. I'll just I'll just start playing it and you can keep ask, asking ideas for Is titles. It Man into, in the Mirror. It's not Man in the Mirror. Black or Black and Those White. Those were all 90s ones. Not Black and White. I don't know. The, I, I only know the the popular ones. Get yeah. the shit together. Uh Oh, I don't know this at all. Yeah, I don't think I ever heard it either when I brought it up. Each time the wind blows, I hear your voice so <laughs> I don't know this at all, guys. <laughs> it is a little song called I Just Can't Stop Loving You. This is on the radio? Yeah. I tell you, some of these not number anymore. one songs, they were just like, I feel like they like came and went so fast that I don't even think <laughs> you'd even know, even know them sometimes. I feel like I've heard the chorus before. I'm waiting to get there. I know the chorus takes a bit. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> it's on the bad album though. Well, B-side, probably. Probably, B- probably, probably B-side. Probably B-side, probably. Probably B-side, Mike. <laughs> that was going to be my guess was bad. Excuse me. This song is making me slowly die inside. <laughs> All I want is to hear the fucking chorus. I just can't stop living now. Oh, I thought you were going to say No. Yeah. No, not a fucking second of this song, I don't think I've Alright, well, this is the number one song. 1987, get with it, man. I mean, hey. Any song could have done. Yeah. And you picked this one. Uh, That's weird. I will tell you that when we get to Hellraiser 2, it is a much more well-known song. Michael Jackson? That one is not Michael Jackson. (laughs) Okay. Okay, alright. Is it Billie Jean, though? It is not. Yeah, it's Billy Jean, not by Michael Jackson. Yep, hundred percent. All right, all right. Uh, so how do we want to do this? So we want to do these both at the same time. Uh, I was doing separate because I, okay. I, I feel like I have, I have feelings about the different movies. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, do you want to give us a brief synopsis? I'll do a synopsis. I'll do a synopsis. Okay. So we're following a. Uh, a man by the name of Frank. Uh huh. He gets a weird cube. Yep. From a uh, Asian man <laughs> at a store, and uh, cube store. while he's figuring it out, just touching this weird cube in this yep. <laughs> circle of candles. It's <laughs> it, actually uh, a square of candles. Oh, it's a square of candles. My God. Yeah. 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 That's that was his that was his first mistake. <laughs> you got to make a circle. Uh. In the process of doing so, the cube comes apart. 
and uh, it makes uh, goes into different uh, shapes, and he is <laughs> literally torn into pieces. Yeah, torn so much so that fucking the Cenobites are playing with his face skin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, flash forward to however long, and uh, his brother Larry mm-hmm. and his new wife Julia. Julia move into his house that is covered in maggots. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and there's the one very creepy room in it. <laughs> and uh, decide they're going to move in. And in the process, they might have awakened the former corpse oh, of Frank and maybe even awoken something in Julia. Oh, A my. darker side in Julia. That uh, could lead to demise. Horish, Jesus. Well, horror, horrorish. No, I meant like a slut. Oh, I gotcha. Jesus. <laughs> okay, Cole. Uh, <laughs> Hellraiser. Yeah. What will happen next? Next. What will happen next? Guys, this is not the first time I've seen Hellraiser. Wow. This may be the second time. I saw this so long ago that I remembered barely barely anything in this movie. But have you guys seen this before? I think I asked this, this last week. This is the first time I've ever seen this. First time for me as well. Can I say how disappointed I was that the man on the cover of all the Hellraiser movies... Pinhead? ...was Pinhead. not in these movies much? <laughs> you could say that. Yes, you could. I was ready for Pinhead. Uh-huh. What'd you want him to do? Just like Jason Voorhees, everybody? Yep. Just walk up and stab him with a butcher knife. Headbutt him. Oh, all the pins in his head. Headbutt him. Headbutt him. Yeah. The got pins, pins are in his head. Well, they just go, hurt him more. They go a little deeper. Who cares? They're already there. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Headbutt him. It's true. That's what I want. Um, I also, on, even though I've seen this movie once, thought that the Cenobites were in this a little bit more than they were. Yeah. They're, the threat of them is throughout. Oh yeah, they feel you can you can feel their ever seeing eye yeah. over the situation. <laughs> <laughs> but the appearance of them is 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 less than in this first movie here. Yeah. But that's not really what the story is about. No. The story is about Frank and Julia yeah. and other guy and Larry. Kirsten. Kirsty. Kirsty. Kirsta. Kirsty. Kirsta? <laughs> it's not Krista. It's Kirst something. It's Kirsty. Isn't it Kirsty? Kirsty. Like Kirsty Allen? Is Kirstie? it Kirsty Allen? Kirsty Allen? Yeah, no, whatever. it's Kirsty Cotton. Isn't it Kirsty though? <laughs> Their last name is Cotton. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Kirsty Cotton like Kirsty Alley. Allen? No, Al- Allie. It's Allie. <laughs> Alan, have you always thought Kirstie Alley was Kirstie Allen? Allen? No. No. Uh. So, I just don't respond to you guys anymore. Go. <laughs> going. Also, I didn't remember like any of this family dynamic stuff. All I remembered was the Cenobite stuff from this movie. So maybe the parts that I remembered were very Kirstie fear. It is Kirsty. It's Kirsty. Kirsty. That's what I said. It's Kirsty Cotton. Kirsty. Kirsty. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, 
<clears throat> what I remembered was the the gross stuff. Yeah. There's plenty of gross stuff in this. There's gross stuff. Um, a lot of gross stuff that I actually quite liked. Oh yeah. And get into that in 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 this movie here. I what I also was um, realizing in this is that I don't know much about the Cenobites. Yeah. Like I know the look of Pinhead. Yeah. And I knew the look of a few other ones in this movie, and I. I, I just, but I didn't know more than, more than that. I thought they were gatekeepers to hell, but is that even true? I don't even think they even bring up their <clears throat> dimension that they're from is hell. Like, I think you just kind of led to assume that it is hell. Hell-esque? Yeah. I mean, the movie's called like, Hellraiser. They, they, I think in the second one, they infer that more that it is hell, but in this one, they just kind of insinuate that it is, it is a dimension where they are obsessed with just sensations, whether they're pain or pleasure. Yeah. And even that, I think it's more or less they get pleasure out of pain. Maybe. Because <laughs> even, there's like one line, I was even like going through shit, where like there was a, like a line that like even Pinhead brings up where he's like, we're like beings that explore the the vastness of like human, like, uh, like human, like perce- not perception, but like, like how human f- humans feel in terms of like, and sensations. Uh, yeah. I, I got in this that they, they might not have anything to do with hell, but they are in some sort of, dimension that they do what they do like yeah. to just torture or whatever and yeah. hell is its own separate place for whatever reason in my brain <clears throat> i took it as that they are like some weird guardian of like the dimension of hell or they are like like a hell's angel yeah essentially and when you are dying or close to they come and like torture you or whatever take you there yeah and that's what i had in my brain yeah that's not the case do you want to know what the ashgate encyclopedia of literary and cinematic monsters says yes oh okay they are from a religious sect in hell okay known as the order of the gash that is not this is probably this. this is probably from fucking <clears throat> this is one like of their hellraiser 8. hellraiser yeah hellraiser <laughs> 14. Describing themselves as explorers in the further regions of experience and granting sadomasochistic pleasures to those who call upon them. Okay. Yeah. They are from the Orders of the Gash. The Orders of the Gash. Oof. Okay. Oof. Don't know if I like that name. But, uh... <laughs> Step on my gash. <laughs> also, it's... I think this movie is rather confusing in, like why they are summoned. So there's this like Rubik's cube of a puzzle that when solved, these people come to be into your dimension. Like it opens up a portal to the real world, right? Oh. With them in it. Yes. Yeah. But like our, what's your pleasure, sir? <laughs> you rang. What's your pleasure, sir? <laughs> but like it, uh, it, I, I was never sure if these people are aware that that's what this cube does 
or if they find it like an odd trinket that they're uh, oddly attracted to and are compelled to solve. It's hard. It's... I don't know. <clears throat> In this first movie, for instance, like he just like buys this cube from this old ancient trinket seller. Like right away. Like right away. And it's... like hands him over envelopes of money like he's been looking at for it. But like, is he aware of what it does? This Frank fella? They, okay, so this is one of my main problems at the beginning of the movie. They just jump right in. Yeah, and I wouldn't even say that's, like, a problem for it's me, that, is that they jump in. It's it's confusing for me. Like, I, so, what, okay, what, what I find confusing, I guess, is the rules of this universe. Yes. Because there's no established rules of it, and sometimes that's not necessarily bad, because if, random things can happen but i also don't know the stakes of the universe like right. there's no i i don't know what like <laughs> what what the rules are of what the cenobites like want to have happen the the rules of this cube like it seems to be kind of arbitrary yeah like it's kind of like whatever cuz i want to talk about that maybe when it gets to the second one but this first one, I'm just going to assume that Frank is looking for this cube for some reason. Yeah. And he found it. He solved it to open up some sadomasochistic portal for yeah. something to well, happen. As the movie goes on, they insinuate that Frank is trying to discover different ways to experience pleasure of some sort like he's like he's getting weird sexually sure and like they even kind of show it in like his like relationship with julia too where like they do it and he's just like ah, it's just not like even leaves me like oh, it's just it's just not enough and that's when he like bails on her mm -hmm. where like you can i took it as like he's going down a road where like no sensation is enough and like someone pointed him to it's like where is this cube that'll like really fuck you up? Uh -huh. Like, oh, where is it? I want to, I want to do what this is doing. What's yeah, your pleasure, sir. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, spot on, right? <laughs> I know. Like, I feel like an ongoing theme throughout this one, and even like even the second one too, that I I appreciate is like just like the dangers of like human curiosity. <clears throat> like, even yeah. just the idea of it being a puzzle box where it's like. How many times do you go to, like, a dentist's office and there's a Rubik's Cube there and you just play with it? Sure. Like, like human curiosity is almost like uh, like an automatic. And, like, whether it's uh, intentional or unintentional, like, our curiosity could lead us down some, like, dark paths. Okay, so also with this cube, Chelsea and I were talking while we were watching it, too. Like, is this something that, when solved the Cenobites come out and they're trying to, like, punish somebody who solved it? Or are they trying to defend something from the person who did solve Like, what is their... What, what's the reason this cube is even out there? Like, yeah. are, are people supposed to solve it? Or are they not supposed to solve it? <laughs> I think it opens a portal of some sort. Because every time it's it's... 
the oh, the beginning is so weird because it opens a portal and they seem like they're like super in the middle of the movie they're like super into the fact that the portal's open and they want to like keep it open. Yeah. But then in the beginning when Frank opens it, they like close it right away after they like rip him apart. Yeah. So it's like unless their whole thing is that they just want to take the person that opened it with them and then they close it. That seems so singular. Like it seems yeah. like such a fucking Well, uh, maybe it's like a thing of like <laughs> they they want to they think the person that solves it, they want them to do what they're going to do. Because the Cinnabites, yeah, their their uh, motivations seem kind of weird. Because they almost very because they almost questioning it right because they almost kind of talk. They always kind of talk to them where it's like, uh, we know what you want. You 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 may not want, you may say you don't want it, but we know what you want, kind of thing. Like even like the way they talk, like. They, they're never, like, pushy. They're almost kind of patient with, like, what they're going to do, where it's like, well, we're going to take you with you. We're, we're going to take you with us, and we're going to rip you apart. But, uh... <laughs> but it's like, but even, like, when she, like, brings up, where it's like, hey, someone escaped. I can lead you to them. They're not like, oh, bullshit. We're going to take you with They're like, oh, okay, we'll see what you're up to. We'll see what this is, because sooner or later... Go on! Yeah. Because sooner or later, we're going to take you with us. Like, that's almost what I like about the Cenobites is that, like, they're not, like, they don't want to, like, fully out, like, kill you right away. Like, they're patient with their whole process where it's, like, like, they're so confident in, like, them taking you and torturing you that they're just, like, all right, we'll play your game because sooner or later we're going to take you with us. Yeah, but until, like, it's not. Like, anyway, I'll I'll elaborate on more of that later. So. Yeah. What I also don't understand in the rules of this universe is, like, so Frank solves this puzzle. Yeah. He gets hooked and chained, ripped apart. He gets ripped asunder, yeah. right? Pretty quickly on. They, they got a bunch of his... Pinhead's playing with his face pieces. Yeah, he's got face <laughs> pieces all over the place. This movie loves the face-off rule so much. I, I want to say John Woo watched Hellraiser and made Face Off. <laughs> but I will undoubtedly say that the Cenobites are cool looking. Oh, yeah. They are awesome. And this movie's got a great look. And I think a lot of the effects are I would say, pushing the boundaries of like body horror and gore. Yeah. And, I, and I really enjoy that. I would say Pinhead is... <clears throat> maybe it's just because Pinhead is so well known that I think he is probably like not the coolest of the Cenobites. Cause there's like, there's like tracheotomy chick. That's really cool looking. Yeah. And then you got fucking butterball. His sewn, <laughs> his sewn closed yeah. eyes. And Me clicky. and Molly's personal favorite was the chattering one. Oh yeah. Clicky. Yeah. Cause he had the fucking, <laughs> he had the hooks that were holding his mouth open. <clears throat> yeah. He was, all of them look super rad. I, yeah. I love it. Like, yeah. and all the practical effects in this, I think look pretty good. Those for a million dollar budget. Yeah. That's pretty fucking crazy. Those, yeah. That full body muscle suit is amazing. Fucking cool. And could I say the freaking reanimation scene in this? Oh, well, yeah. When he comes out of the floor. Yeah. I mean, I know how it's done. It's all shot in reverse. So yeah. it look, uh, but regardless, it looks awesome. Yeah. And, not to jump to the second movie, but I don't think there's anything in the second movie that looks as good as that shot. Yeah. 
I think that is an amazing shot of like how he is like regenerated yeah. from the floor. Yeah, it's like ectoplasm kind of like emerging from the floor. Yeah. Like his brain comes out and then yeah. Like it, yeah, I think it's great. Like everybody is so fucking wet and goopy in this movie. Oh my this God. movie's dripping. It is Yeah. <laughs> Are dripping with goop at all times. So, like, fucking Frank in this. He gets reanimated. Yeah. Right? He is, is so goopy yeah. in this movie. Okay. So, here's my, here's, here's my thing. Okay. I'm self-conscious enough to where if I know I'm going to go somewhere where I'm going to eat messy food, I don't wear white. Yeah. Everyone wears Frank, white in this. Frank is doubting a white as fuck shirt <laughs> when he is nothing but viscera. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is like, just at, a at least, meat sack. At least find something that you can cover up. Yeah, a dark robe even. <laughs> and you're wearing a god... You look like you're going the to thinnest, fucking... The thinnest of white button-up shirts... You're going to fucking Kokomo in that fucking outfit. <laughs> How is his wet, visceral fucking skin, non-skin, uh, not soaking through that suit? It, It is. It's just, his goop level is at 150%. <laughs> Super goop. Everybody is, well, especially Frank is so goop goopy like he is at literal points just you'll see a profile of him there's goop dripping off oh his yeah nose. there's goop everyone is just so goopy in this <laughs> like everybody wakes up from a dream and just is dripping wet <laughs> like there's a point where i was watching this i'm like why is everyone so wet in this movie frank is goopy <laughs> fucking kirsty is wet not the good wet, just sweaty wet. Yeah, she was pretty wet in that subway tunnel with fucking what's his name? Oh yeah, fucking young Steve Gutenberg or whatever. God. Uh, freaking Julia Steve... wakes up fucking. I thought that wet. was Steve Gutenberg at first. <laughs> Everybody's just just dripping in this movie. Yeah. Uh, what I another thing I don't understand in this movie. Sure. So Frank dies. From the Cenobites. Yeah. But it's just expected that he just comes back to life in this? Through blood? Yeah. Why? Well, I don't Is this they, a rule that they set down? I mean, that, when they go underneath the floorboards, they like insinuate that like he exists in the house. It's just... But how? Yeah, that I don't was know my either. question, too. What, what constitutes him like, surviving the, be the beginning yeah. was weird because they they made it look like the the room when he opened the cube turned into like his torture chamber with yeah. all like the spinning columns with like the pieces of him all over yeah, it and hooks and chains everywhere yeah i figured he was in like a cenobite dimension yeah that's what opened up like he opened up a portal to go there yeah and then for what it, like he gets torn asunder there and then, for whatever reason, blood dripping on the floor and soaking through the floorboards reanimates. Yeah, something. Maybe. I mean, like, I, 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 I don't understand why though. It's yeah, it's weird, but like, I don't know. It it was something where I was like, it didn't bug me. No, I I went along with it, yeah. but I, like the whole time I'm like, why, why, 
Why is like, this a thing? When they did this whole, when they did that whole thing, when like the blood, when like Larry walks in and his, he's like bleeding out of his hand, and then like, then it like travels underneath the floorboards, and then all of his organs are there. I was like, maybe they just decided to store him in the house. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like it could have been like something fixed with like his. Fucking soul was trapped in a house, but the Cenobite stole his body. Yeah. And it... Whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, that is also a thing that I have questions on in the second one. But we'll... I'm gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the, the second, second one, because I'm just talking about the first one now. So... He, he gets reanimated through the acts of Julia... His mistress. Yeah. She can't get enough Frank. Who is, yeah. Can't get she enough is, Frank. She is the wife of Larry. Larry? Can we just say, Larry's a fuck. Larry is just a fuck in this movie. I, like, how did... So Larry's a nice guy. Yeah, he though, he say, seems like a dick. No, I think Larry's adult. He's not, he's not, I don't think he's a dick, he's adult. Like, he's just that kind of... Scene, excuse me, he's a what? He's adult. What's adult? Like, kind of like a doofus. A dipshit. Okay, yeah, if fair you enough. will. He's fair a dipshit. I know what a doofus and a dipshit are. But, like, I, yeah, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't punish a, I wouldn't punish a dipshit. I'd punish a dick. I don't think he's, I don't think he's a full-fledged dick. Fucking I kind of think he is a dick, though. Like, the whole I didn't scene get a dick. where, like, here they're moving in and he's kind of like an asshole to Julia a bit. Have you never been an asshole when you're moving? No, I know, but like the movie just makes him seem like more of a dick. Like, then I guess, I mean, I would probably be exactly the same. But yeah. I mean, if I like cut my stress, hand on that nail. The stress of moving would definitely make you a dick. But then as it went on, like, he, he's kind of stupid, but I don't think he's in, like an asshole. Like, he, I don't, I don't know. he's likable. I don't know. Like he's You liked him? I don't I don't know if I liked him, but I just he's one of those people where it's like I wouldn't be friends with you, but I wouldn't wish what happens to you on you. I get, kind I mean of. that's I mean no. <laughs> what happens to him is horrible. I think yeah. he's a pansy. Yeah, like okay. I don't I don't think he's a jerk at all. I think he's I a pansy. Disagree. I think he's a dick. Give in this me an movie. example. When he's like, I just feel like there's a few times he talks to Julia a bit harsh in the okay. beginning of this movie, and a bit, um, uh, I'm I, I'm at a loss for the word here. Yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> I keep wanting to say masochistic, but that's not right. It's the uh 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 over ma- like machismo, like overconfident male. Okay. Um. Just he seems like a dick. Well, I think okay. they kind of lead you on that Julia's kind of a trophy wife, like especially yeah. how she how she kind of uh, alludes to how she picks up men throughout the whole thing too. Like her environment definitely strikes you as oh you've done this before, kind of. Well, I think that comes <laughs> at a turn in the movie where you find out like she also has a past with Frank. Yeah, um, and then. When that's come to be that whole thing, I feel like it's flipped on its head. Yeah. When you find out that she's like only with Larry because I guess she was with Frank. Well, no, she was gonna marry. She was 
on the verge of marrying Larry, or she did marry Larry because the first time they fuck is on her wedding dress. <laughs> God. <laughs> but, like, <clears throat> like, I almost kind of appreciate how this movie tells the story where, like, it doesn't lay out the scenes lead up to it. It gives you enough scenes where you can kind of piece it together. Like, Julia definitely strikes me as she was a trophy wife that she picks up rich dudes at bars and then that's how she kind of like makes her living is mm. she's considered hot for the eighties, picks up rich dudes and then they take care of her. Dude, she is so eighties and, yeah, and overly eighties. And Larry was just successful enough that she's like, okay, I'll marry this one. But then in the process she met Frank who like opened a new dimension of like <laughs> other possibilities that aren't just, aesthetically and now she's obsessed with like that part of him where it's like oh shit like i've just been looking for guys that will take care of me now here's a guy that's like fucking like taking care of me in terms of sexually and God, he wants Frank nothing to do with me so good he must he must lay down dick so good <laughs> that fucking she's ready to bring him back from the dead for that yeah Weird non-skin dick. Can you imagine? But just, I think she's also kind of sh- red rocket coming at you. But I think she's also kind of sheltered too. Like I don't think she has a lot of experience sexually either. I disagree. She seems to know what she is doing. She knows what she's doing when it comes she's to like up at the bars. Yeah, but she knows what she's doing when it comes to like fucking like uh, doofus ass billionaires at bars. Like you, billionaires. You can't, you can't tell or millionaires. It's the eighties. You can't tell me any of those guys at those bars are good at sex. No, but like I think that's a completely different situation of why like she is bringing those guys in. No, I'm saying in general. Like I feel like she was doing that even before this. Like that's how she met Larry. I have no Cause idea. Because she seemed because she seems very like when it came to when. Frank lays out, like, you need to bring people here so that you can kill them so I can regenerate. Her go-to was, I'll pick up dudes at a bar. You don't just do that on a whim. Like, you have experience in that. Like, uh, I don't know. No, well, she... Well, there could have been other ways. She could have fucking ordered, like, TV repairmen to come. Or <laughs> there, there's other avenues you can take. But her, her first avenue was, I'm going to go to bars and pick up men. Like, I feel like she's had experience in that, and she knows that that environment, and that's why she chose that way to bring guys to the to the house. Also, are we to assume that Larry never goes up in this room? This room is a fucking shit show. Can oh, we yeah. agree on this? Like, literally, they're fixing up kind of like the entire house. This room is in shambles. Like, are you just ignoring this room? What's and happening? I love, like, when they first get there... It looks like it's half-burned. Yeah. For some yeah. reason... There's some definite, like, I'm just going to ignore this part of the movie. Yeah, I was going to say, but when you buy a house, is there a room that you would just not go into before you move in? Like, I can I think I would go into every room before I move into a house. Absolutely. I, I can would. see if this is, like, the attic. Sure. It's not. No. It's right next to the bedrooms. Yeah. How, like when they when they move in. How many stories is this house? Is it three stories? I think it's seven. Seven stories? I think it's seven so, stories. Okay, yeah. Like, is, is this the house from Halloween Ends that the kid falls off of? <laughs> I think it's the house from Up. <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, but like when, when fucking Julia first goes in that room, it's like the first time she's ever been in there where it's like, you're moving in. 
Yeah. You didn't at least check this room out before you actually decided you're going to move in together? So this, I mean, this was Frank's house, right? Yeah, it was Frank's. It was a family house. Like, I don't think Larry knew Frank was staying there until they were going through and saying, oh, oh, oh they said Frank was here. Or whatever. Yeah, because he was, yeah. Oh, I know it was there because I have this weird, sexy porcelain doll or whatever. <laughs> These two porcelain things fucking. Frank was here. He carries us everywhere he goes. Yep. This weird, sicko fuck doll. <laughs> but, so. Yeah, that room is, like, they decide to, like, move in and just leave that, like, and then also, fucking Larry is like, why isn't he asking the question, why is Julia always in that fucking weird room? She always wants to go there. Yeah. She doesn't clean it up. It's just fucking, she's all, I go up there. I don't even know if he's even, does he ever go in there once? I don't. Yeah, he does because she's up there when he cuts his hand all open. Oh yeah, that's right. That when he walks up, nail his face when he's walking. He looks like a he looks like an infant man. He's like <laughs> holding his hand when it's bleeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I he doesn't. That's the moment I knew he was a fuck. I guess he doesn't go up there anymore after that. I suppose because anytime some shit goes down, she like pretends she had to take a shit or something and goes in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't want to be around when she's shitting. <laughs> because he's a fuck. Yeah. The flesh-ripping fucking moments in this are fucking good. Yeah, they're they, great. They look good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I. I it's good 80s practical effects, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it, I think a lot of the stuff is inventive. Like, it, that was very cool to see. Because yeah. I don't think I've seen a lot of, like, a lot of the, like, the just the weird torture shit, like, hooks and chains and all the weird, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I haven't seen Jesus a, lot that, a lot of that in <laughs> any other horror movie I could think of. Yeah. And that's what I thought, I think, like, sets these movies apart. Like, it's got, yeah. like, a weird, like, like it's, a, it's a different kind of horror. Yeah, it's it like is. a gothy, like, crow yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. Like, it's, I feel like. A lot of horror in other movies, it's it's mostly based on like, oh shit, something's coming to kill you. But with this, it's like, ugh, hooking me. Yeah, oh, that fucking hurts. Yeah, gross yeah. body horrors. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't want to. It's not the same. I'm gonna say it anyways. It's like hostile. It kind of is. Yeah, it kind of is. You yeah. know, like hostile isn't like <clears throat> I'm gonna jump out of a back room and scare you. It's just like, yeah. oh, holy fuck, that's sick. Yeah, it's gross shit. But even like. With Frank, when, like, when he's, like, regenerating, like, they definitely play with the idea of, like, the balance between pain and pleasure, where, like, he's slowly regenerating his senses, but then the same sense, like, his senses, like, his senses that he likes are also his pain senses, too. Like, you can definitely feel, because he has no skin, like, his, like, pain receptors are just... Out in the open. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Like, th- it doesn't take a lot to, like, subdue him. Because it's just like, you touch a part of him, he's like, fuck! <laughs> but then, like, in the same sense, he's like, oh, I can smell. Ooh, I can taste. Yeah. Kind of shit like that. Yeah. Like, he's like, he wants to get all this stuff back. But it also comes, like, with the, with the good comes the bad to where, like, he hasn't had it for so long that, like, he almost kind of, uh takes the good with the bad where like he almost likes it. He's also experiencing pain because that means he's becoming more alive. Uh, can we talk about how horny this movie is? Oh my yeah. God. This movie is way hornier than I remembered it. 
Like constantly. So Julia is all up to get Frank back all up in her <laughs> because I it might be in the second one. No, it's in this one where you see like flashes of them like totally screwing. Oh, it's yeah. in this one. And she is definitely enjoying the screw. Yeah. So much so she wants to reanimate his corpse. Yeah. And when he's like even half animated, they're still kind of horny with each other. I'm like, oh, fucking Julie, aim higher. Just but no, I have fucking guts yet. Again, I and think he's sticking his. She's head. waiting for that fully skinned dick. It's like sticking his goopy little fingers in her mouth, and she's like all for it. Like, get the oh, fuck a lot, out of here. There's a lot of mouth. That fucking. is disgusting. But I also think that's about her being. I think. That's just me taking this for what it is. I feel like she's sheltered when it comes to that kind of stuff. I like, don't think she's sheltered. No, I think she's under some sort of spell. No, like Frank is Frank took her to this level of pleasure that she's willing to wait out for when he's back to his normal self. She got dick so good she needs to be dick. Well, by no, him like again. it, it kind of takes me. It, it, I, for me, it takes me as like this is like the allegory of like an abusive relationship, where like. There's so many signs that tell you not to do this, but it's that that promise of of something that it once was that you're willing to go through all this terrible shit to see where it goes. God, I would hope for her case that it goes well because well, it doesn't. He is a <laughs> but I'm just he is a ghastly visage. Yeah, but I'm just saying and she's like like weirdly okay with him ugh. like touching her and stuff. Um, but it, that's a little bit why I appreciate kind of like how this movie plays out. Like it, it kind of shows you in a visual way, like why women would stay in a, in a relationship that's so toxic. God, like that doesn't like, make any sense. Well, no, he, I, hold on. To me, no, wait to a me, minute. You're digging so deep on this. <laughs> why but why can't you? It seems. I'm like not saying so you can't. I just farther. want to hear more. But like, so for Frank, for Frank, Frank literally looks disgusting, but for he is what, a literal monster. Yeah. But for what she gave him, she's willing to stick around. It gives you a visual sense of like, why would you still stay in this? But then also see, but then like also her seeing her want to stay in it shows like almost the toxicity of being in this relationship. I didn't take it as like a toxic relationship as much as like he had some sort of odd spell like cast. Cause like, she seems to be like in a full on trance at the very end where Kirsty is like trying to fight back. And she's like, no, you must fuck your dad or whatever. It's like Frank in a dad skin. Like that is absolutely insane. And you can't tell me any sort of toxicity will be like, I don't, Hey, bitch, you gotta stay with me because I dicked you good and I'll dick you again once I get some dick skin on me. It's, and she's gonna be like, yeah, cool. You look like a horrible, bloody monster that no, is fucking gooping all over the place. Dick skin. I, th- I, th- I see Frank as something that she's never experienced. She, from what I gathered, she would go to these bars and would she, she, would, she would see the same person over and over again. Frank is different. I love that you've created He's an entire not, backstory of Julia that she's just hauling out at just, 80s bars. Yeah, because that's where she was comfortable in doing so. I don't... Frank is... So, 
Frank is someone that she's. I'll let you finish. Frank is someone that she's never experienced these bars because they would never go to these kinds of places. So it opened up a whole new, uh, whole new world of like men to her. But she only knows him. She doesn't know where to find them. So she only goes to Frank for this. So that's why, like, when he's also when he's just this gross, (laughs) disgusting monster. Yeah, at first she's like, "Oh, what the fuck!" But then the promise of him being the Frank that gave her these feelings coming back is what makes her stay with him. So I, so I feel like she's under some odd, like, cause it's, there's mystical things all about this movie, right? Right from the get go. So I feel like he's cast some weird kind of spell on her where she's like, almost like in fa- has to be infatuated with him. And yes, she does like him. And the sight of him does startle her. But he's like, at many points, don't look at me. (laughs) Just like that. Don't look at me, but also make me whole again. And like, turn around while I eat this person. I need to have blood or I need to finger fuck the guy's head to finger suck him. Oh, there's a lot of finger fucking the heads in in these movies. What is going on with that? There's a point where... Frank is like sticking his fingers in the back of this guy's head, and you hear like the that sound where like your cup's going empty, but that oh, you're yeah. still <laughs> sucking a straw. Yeah, it's like yeah, and he's like doing that like sucking with his hand. Like it makes no sense me saying it, but to see it, that's what's happening. He's sucking out of his hand out of these guys to like take their essence and make himself whole again. So I figured like well. Julian knows that she's hot. So in order to like get more people to like make him whole again, yeah. she's just going to like trick these guys wherever she can, yeah. bring him to the house, these like randos people that she doesn't care about and yeah. just bring him to the house and like have him be himself again to get dicked down like she's never been dicked down before. Woo, dicky down. This is a horny movie. This is a very horny This is a horny movie. franchise, if I could just put that on there right now. I'm sure. It is. That's my take on it. All right. Like, she's got, like, some... We- There's no way in real life yeah. <laughs> that if I saw a meat sack come to life... Oh, you had to say that. ...and be like, hey, I'm Frank. Remember when I did you real good? You need to, like, help me out here. And I'd be like, you look like a literal monster. I am going to burn this house down. But here's, That's my initial okay. thought. Well, here's my thing. Have you ever seen a picture of a couple and you said, how is that chick with that guy? Yeah. Okay. This isn't some King Wait, of no, Queens no, 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 thing. No, 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 no. It's this no, big, no. huge guy. King of Queens, great call. <laughs> I'm just saying there's certain things. He literally that- has no skin. I get it, but here's the thing, and but it's 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 over the top. That's what these that's what allegories are. It's supposed to show you an over the top means of like why these women would find themselves in relationships with men that they shouldn't really be with. Mm. The fact that he's an actual visual monster is supposed to show you that this is not a good relationship, mm. and. The fact that she's still finding means to stay with him with the hopes of maybe he'll be back to what he was before is an allegory for a toxic relationship. That's what I saw in it. Mm. You're taking it literally being like, he's a he's a gross meat sack. Why would you be with him? I'm saying it is a fucking allegory for a relationship like that. 
It doesn't have to be believable. It's just, it's... I take it. I get your fucking allegory. I'm just saying he finger fucked her with his goopy little fingers right in her mouth. He did. Yeah. Disgusting. He did. And I'm she didn't like it, but she takes it because she's she's living for oh, the she's idea. Just a fucking slut. She's living for the idea that he's going to be what he was before. With that big poofy 80s hair. Yeah. Oh my god, when she goes out to get those dudes from the bar and she's like full on in shoulder pads, big ass glasses, and 80s blowout hair. Like, that's the most 80s thing I've ever seen in my life. Are guys in the 80s looking for that? I would have to say so. Oh, yeah. God dang. That's kind of what I like about the movie is that, like, it's so easy to take Julia as, like, she's the villain of the movie. But, like, as it went on, like, I was almost kind of sad for her. No, because <laughs> what? Because she, like she's an evil bitch at the end of this. I she, love this. <laughs> like, she, like I feel like she she's at like the end of. She strikes me as she's depend on her looks for so long to get like these fucking <laughs> I older backstory. These older fucking rich dudes. She sells in this marriage. She realizes she's not happy. She met Frank, who, like, awakens something in her, and she wants to keep that going, but she doesn't know how to find it except through Frank. And then, given the avenue of getting him back, she's willing to go through all this shit to get him back. What about the whole Kiersey storyline in this? Yeah, Kiersey's fucked, too. Yeah. Her story's even fucked because she didn't even ask for any of this. She shows up. Her her dad is Larry. Yeah. Yep. Her, her mom is somebody else like not julie her whole thing when she wakes up in that hospital and she accidentally opens the cube where it's like what the fuck <laughs> see the cube makes no sense oh yeah the more i drink the more i'm like fuck this cube get it out of here it just like throws a huge wrench in the logic of this movie to me <laughs> yeah at some points it's like oh you worked so hard to open the cube and there's other times where it's like oh you touched the cube you opened it right okay <laughs> So the cube's also, very inconsistent. Uh, it is very... Also, the Cenobites are inconsistent. So, Kirstie in this, she ends up meeting the Cenobites. And they're like, Oh, we're gonna swallow your soul and we're gonna rip you asunder. <laughs> we're gonna kill you and rip you apart your soul or whatever. Go She's on. Like, hey, did you know that, like, Frank escaped for you? And they're like, what? <laughs> like, for being, like, all powerful beings, they're like, hey, Frank escaped. No, no, he didn't. Like, yeah, like you. I don't tell you they're all powerful. Well, whatever. You gotta imagine they're fucking super powered somehow. Oh, so, so you can imagine they're all powerful, but I can't imagine that fucking that fucking Julia has his backstory. Yeah, I knew that was coming because one has <laughs> pins in his face that breaks open dimensions, and the other one is sleeping with a fucking skinless man. What is the fucking logic to any of this? Then? There's no logic. I brought that up then right why the fuck? Then why the fuck do you keep arguing shit? I, I can because take what I, I want like from things. get your goat. That's why I like Oh, shit. You were more goat-getting than I was. <laughs> I did not expect this level of argument so, between you two. Anyway, what, anyway I'm going to get back to the Cenobites really quick. Because they seem to be like... <laughs> Holy shit. They shit. make themselves out to be like king shits in this movie. Right? And then... Kirsty, a teen, accidentally figures this thing out to like open up the Cenobite portal. It's like, hey, also, do you know that this Frank guy escaped? And like, uh, what? Go on. <laughs> Go on. 
I'll help you get them back if you just, like, don't kill me or whatever. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then, like, that's a whole thing where they try to, like, get Frank back. And I'm like, what is the... So, like, is he supposed to just... Like, how how is he back? How did he escape him when his face was in pieces? Yeah. Yeah. And he grew... he. So he grew again seemingly by accident in this in this house. Yeah. And that's escaping them? Yeah, I don't know. Then no there's no logic in this movie. There's no <laughs> rules. There's no rule set that I have any stakes. Like this anybody is true. Can there's just, not. Anybody can just come back because they just bleeding all over the floor? <laughs> like, how does that work? How does this work? Why are the Cinnabites supposed to be scary? I get they rip you apart, but then you can just like accidentally come back to life because somebody like gets a fucking hangnail in the fucking room that you died in or whatever i think the horror of them is that like they give you like immense pain it's not about like dying because death is death is definitely especially in this world like death is not that big of a deal like people come back it from the seems death like it all the time coming back willy-nilly old yeah. goopy style but it's, people i feel like the true right. horror of this is like the sensations that you get like Hooks being put in your skin and being ripped apart in different ways. Like, that's the real horror of it. It's not the, it's not the death, it's the pain. Yeah, but how's he come back? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know what I mean? Any, so anyway, Kirstie's in this. She's like, I don't know. The boyfriend in this is a useless sack. Like, he, oh, yeah. why is he even in this movie? At yeah. one point, she's trying to give him like foot jobs under the table or whatever. And the next point, he's like, like not even in it. And then everybody's I love, fine. I, I, I love I, the I, idea of the boyfriend when like without any context, he shows up at the house and <laughs> fucking there's a weird worm monster that's coming out of a door and. Oh yeah, like where'd that thing fucking come from? Yeah, for real, right? Like the, the wall just opens up and this big fucking creature comes at yeah. him. Like that boyfriend has no context and he stumbles on some shit where it's oh, like, yeah. how did you? Why did you even come back and do? <laughs> I would, I would, I would move out of the country if I yeah. saw the shit you saw at the end of this movie. Yeah, there's also a weird point in this that Chelsea brought up. So like <laughs> the. At one point, uh, Frank and Julia... No, I'm, I'm sorry. Larry and Julia are staying at the this haunted house. <laughs> their house. And uh, Kirstie and her boyfriend are staying at his place or whatever. And she wakes up from a nightmare and calls her dad. Granted, she's like 20-something years old. And she calls her dad to wake him up in the middle of the night. Like, I had a nightmare. And she's like... Chelsea's like... What fucking adult would do that? How childish! If Macy called you in the middle of the night and she's like twenty-two, what would you say? I'm like, why are you calling me? That's what I would say. Be a grown-up. <laughs> like, deal with your bad dream. I don't care about this. Ah, uh, that's I'm, number six on Troy's uh, list. Yeah, no shit. My, For real, my if make, Piper my calls you, she's twenty-three years old. Daddy had a bad dream. Why are you calling me at three a.m.? I say, what's going on, honey bun? 23 years old yep like come on yeah what kind of a dad are you hey, what, shut the, i'm yeah. one of the wants a good night of sleep okay <laughs> <laughs> number seven troy likes to sleep <laughs> i do how much we got to talk about this first one before we go on to the second one <laughs> how about the guy eating fucking crickets off his hand 
Oh my oh, god! Yeah. Who the it, fuck is that who guy? Who also is that guy? Who Cricket homeless up? man? Who the fuck are Guess you? What? He's not a number two. No, he isn't. Where does no, this guy he isn't come number from? two. He shows up right at the very end, doesn't he? What? In number two? Is he on the pillar? Yes. Is yeah, he? With the bugs on his face? Oh, oh my okay. god. Is that him? What's That's your what pleasure, I took it sir? I wouldn't have known it if I didn't watch these fucking back to back. God. But oh. yeah, cricket guy in this? What's his story? Yeah. Yeah, it's odd. Very odd. Very strange. Just stick his hand to Bucker Crickets. Eat some crickets. <laughs> eats crickets. And then he just disappears. This movie loves maggots, too. Oh, my God. There's uh, maggots this... everywhere in these movies. Anywhere you can stuff a maggot, you got him, babe. <laughs> this fucking movie's full fucking, of maggots. Uh, yeah, fucking Clive Barker made fucking maggot farmers <laughs> fat for a year oh, after these movies came out. Well, I mean, we'll get to number two in a minute, but... yeah. Fucking maggots right at the start of number two. Oh, no, I, yeah. Ooh. Oh, believe me. I, I I let the group chat know when I saw it. It's fucked. But. God damn it. Why did we do two? Because uh, Sam wanted to. Oh, fuck Sam. <laughs> Let's make the number two review three minutes. God. God damn it. But, uh, yeah, Hellraiser. Hellra- yeah. The first Hellraiser. Should we do fucking grades? Go ahead. Yeah, Troy's taking a piss right now, but you can you can start if you want. Okay, so here's my okay. So going into this, all I had in my head was Irma Chevarina's video store. Yeah, seeing Hellraiser on the shelves with Pinhead on the cover. Yeah, right. I expected Pinhead to be all over this. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, he was in it, but he wasn't all over it. This was yeah. a movie about Frank. Yeah. Okay. Fucking skinless, gross, drippy Frank. Yeah. Uh, that skinless suit is badass, though. It's badass. I was. I wanted more Pinhead. All right. I did. I was ready for more Pinhead. Um, we're doing grades. Oh, great. So, um, but I, it didn't take away from the movie for me. Like, yeah, it was a fucked up movie. But goddamn it, if it didn't like, kind of just. Keep me interested the whole way. Yeah. And it was quick in 90 minutes, guys. Oh, yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. As soon as I saw an hour 32, I went, like, praise yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, especially since I had to watch one night on Monday and one on Tuesday. Oof. Um, yeah, okay. I'm Just because of simple enjoyment and not being like, fuck, this sucks, like the other Sam picks. Um I'm gonna give this a B. Okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoy it. I want to hear what Troy thinks of it though. There we go. I feel like (laughs) I kind of get a vibe for Bucky's grade. I don't know Troy's yet. (laughs) So like I (laughs) being that this is the second time I saw it, like I I kind of knew what to expect, and so I went into it uh with a more, I guess, analyze or more critical eye. And it, I guess it also didn't help, too, that Chelsea was watching this and, like, kind of cracking jokes <laughs> as it went along. Yeah. Be- but if I could give C. Danger's approach to this, because she is not a horror fan at all. She's yeah. actually kind of like a scaredy cat when it comes to any horror movies. Yeah. And so she's been trying to, like, toughen up this last week, or last month, rather, yeah. and watching some of these with me. Yeah. And she knew what Pinhead was and the Hellraiser movies were, but she went into it and she's like, 
these aren't really all that scary at all. In fact, yeah. I came out with more questions than I did of yeah. like any fears. Yeah. And I kind of came out the same way. Whereas I'm like, how does this universe work? <laughs> like, I love the visuals and the aesthetics of this movie. I think they're great. I love that it's like some weird horny horror movie. I, yeah. I love that aspect of this for yeah. some reason. I think it really works. But like, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you did, Cole. Okay. Like this one, I, I think I'm going to give it like a C plus. Okay. I, I, when I, I, I yeah, think I forgot. Better than I expected. I, I forgot more about it than I remembered. And what I forgot, I'm like, I don't think I really enjoy parts of this. I don't think it's really well acted a lot either. It's yeah. very cheesy over the top. And that does, is not a deal breaker for me at all. But like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, in my brain, I thought it was, I remembered a different movie than what it actually is. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, that's not, that's not what I thought the movie, or that's not what I remember the movie at all. I don't think it was bad. It's just like not what I thought I remembered. Okay. And all I remembered was the yeah. gory parts. Yeah. And I thought there were more of them and that if that's not it. It's all yeah. it's way more horny and goopy. Yeah. <laughs> so JT less gory, more you? horny. Uh, yeah. I, going into this, like it the whole story itself to me, it just felt like a, one giant soap opera mm-hmm. with very with like very fucked up horror elements, and I almost like that approach for it. Like compared to two, this is way simpler. Yes, but I like that. But that that's almost almost what might have made me appreciate it more was that like the simplicity of just staying in this house with these people, not seeing where the Cenobites come from. Like, yeah, those things raise questions, but they don't dwell on them to where it's like you're obsessed with it. Like you're, you're on a certain story and you're following that story and as fucked up as it is, you're still stuck on it. And if you're, if you're into it, then you're into it. If you're not, then you're just going to be, your mind's going to be wandering, wondering where did the Cenobites come from? Or why is this happening? Yeah. Like, I feel like it, the movie lays itself out enough in a way where I think if you, if you follow the things it wants you to follow, you can be into it. And I think it, it laid itself out in a way for me personally where I was always on board. Like, I I did like the whole idea of Frank being this weird goop monster and fucking, uh, <laughs> fucking Julia being, like, this woman that was, like, for some reason she's obsessed uh, yeah. with getting back with him even though there's no way of him being normal ever again. It, I don't know, like, the weird overdramatic... Even like the bad acting, like that's almost let it lend itself to the overdramatics of like how fucked up the story is. Yeah, which almost made me like it more. Like if this was played seriously, I would have been like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Yeah. <laughs> but like the fact that it's so overacted made me almost, almost appreciate the obscurity of what's going on. So yeah, I really liked it. I'm gonna give it like a fuck. I was gonna give it a B plus, but. Me talking about it, I'm leaving an A minus. Oh my. We're all over the board. I I don't know. I I would go back and watch this again. It was a lot of fun. I I think it is a a fun watch. But I it's just I guess I want more of things I didn't get. Yeah. 
That's and the it. things that I didn't get, I feel like I didn't need to get to actually like it. Yeah. Well, I'll do this. Did you get more of the things you wanted in number two? Oh, well, let's jump into number let's two. Let's get into that. Because that came out December 23rd of 1988. Christmas release. Christmas release. Uh, budget, $6 million. Domestically brought in $11.6 million and was not released worldwide. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 50%. Oof. IMDb 6.4 out of 10. Metacritic of 41. Letterbox 3.3 out of 5 stars. And Junta Jalil's Culture Shock gives it 2 out of 5. Oh, wow. I remember celebrating my third Christmas by going to see Hellraiser 2 in theaters. Oh, that's good. With my mom. Bucky, got any Why are you doing this so seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what was the what was the number one song during Cole's third Christmas? I... <laughs> <laughs> you said it was a bigger song. It is. It's more of a. Uh, I would. I would say it's a rock ballad. Poison. Ooh. Something to believe in. Every rose has a thorn. Don't look more obvious. Every rose has a thorn. Fuck. Damn. Good one, Cole. Go. Jesus. Christ. Nature's hook. A thorn. Oh, nice. <laughs> God, this is a rock. This might be one of the top five rock battles of all time. Really? Wow. Name Seriously. your other four. Who? Fuck. Because <laughs> you were going to say three. It was. Yeah. I'm too drunk to think, guys. That's true. I couldn't do it either. This is a good one, though. This is really good. This is a really good one. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm too drunk to think. Do we do top five rock ballads? Ooh. Putting it on the list right now. Oh. We didn't love ballads before. Yeah, we need rock ballads. Don't. Putting it on the list. Oh, my. Just like every night as it's dawn. Just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Every rose has its thorn. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fuck yeah. That's a good one. God, that's a good one. Holy shit, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Hellraiser 2. Yeah. Goal. Yeah, what happened in Hellraiser 2? <laughs> okay. Brief synopsis. Let me think of the beginning. Hold on. Let me can, you, the beginning. can anything to try to describe Hellraiser 2 be brief? Mm, hold on. I got to think of how it started. Um, I want to know what the doctor's name was. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. So, Kirsty. Uh huh. Kirsty Alley. Kirsty Alley. Kirsty yep. is for some reason in Kirstie an insane Cotton. asylum. Uh huh. We never know who put her in there, do we? No, she gets sent there at the end of one. Yeah. She does? Yes. Really? At the very end of one, she does, yes. Okay. So she's in an insane asylum, and uh, she starts seeing some shit. Uh-huh. Uh, another doctor that works in the insane asylum. Dr. Shenard. Shenard. Dr. Shenard uh, <laughs> starts to kind of get curious, see some things, sides of Kirsty. Right? Uh-huh. But the other doctor... I can't think of his name. The main guy. Shenard. No. Shenard's the bad guy? 
Yeah. No, yeah, Shenard is the guy. Yeah, he's what's the guy the that's other, been... What's the other... Oh, doctor? I thought you were talking about the good Ner- guy. Like, the, the good doctor. Kyle? Yeah, sure. Kyle. Yeah, it is Kyle. He's the good one. Kyle's, Kyle's her boyfriend from the first one, isn't, she, isn't no. he? No. No. No, Joel. Where's the They're boyfriend different. from? No, this other doctor. Okay, Kyle, yeah. then. <laughs> Anyways, Shenard, <laughs> the bad one. Okay? Uh-huh. Shenard has this infatuation with this... Cenobite bullshit, uh-huh. right? Yeah, and he has the mattress from Frank's room, okay? Yeah. And uh, where brings, Julia's body was found. Yeah, he brings in a patient, puts the patient full of fucking maggots on this mattress. <laughs> well, the he thinks he's full of maggots. True. Anyways, this patient fucking cuts himself. Uh-huh. Fucking shit happens. Uh huh. Here comes Julia. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Oh, Julia's back, baby. And it's time to fucking rock. She's Set. back. Goopy style. Yep. <laughs> he took the word right out She likes Frank's goop so much, now she's back as a goop. Man, and let me tell you, shit gets fucking weird. Golly, does it. Gets weird. Like, Kirsty goes in Cenobite hell, and this whole dude, movie just goes in hell. This movie does... Exactly what I hate from horror mo- horror sequels, where it's like, remember all of like the stuff where you were like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder how that happened. It's like we're gonna tell you it all so much to where you wished you didn't even know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this movie starts out, and you see like almost the origin of Pinhead. Ugh. You do. You see him as a British soldier. Yeah. Right, British soldier. Was it, was I it don't British know. He was, he was he was a some soldier kind of soldier. Of some kind. Yeah. I don't know what, what nationality was. Yeah, I read or saw something British. Anyways, yeah, he's a soldier and wants some action. He's got wants more. He's oh, he's all up in that cube action. Yeah. yeah. Getting all up in that and then he gets tortured uh and then turns into a Cenobite. Yeah. yeah. There turns you go. Pinhead. So he gets turned into a pinhead as one would. Yeah. When he solved that cube. As Except for Frank. Would. He gets this. He just turns into a goop, goopy guy. Well, they, they didn't. They didn't put him in the weird box thing. That's true. They didn't put him in the box thing. <laughs> Could have been turned into a centibite instead. Yeah. Instead if only if he, if, guy. if only he was just patient. And let him. They let him put his pieces in a weird box <laughs> thing. Pieces. Let me tell you. Uh, it could have been turned into the peace Cenobite. Yeah, it could have been like the Cenobite that was just random pieces that... <laughs> it's just a bag of pieces. Yeah. It's a bag of pieces. It's a leather bag full of pieces. <laughs> of course it's leather. It's a leather it's bag. It's gotta be a shiny leather It's a leather, leather bag. bag of pieces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's the Cenobite known as Pieces. <laughs> pieces. Being, yeah, being carried by fucking, uh... <laughs> Fucking what's his name? Uh, oh. Head. Chodehead, yeah. <laughs> what, what oh, no, was there was, the a, there was a name for the fat one. I can't remember what his name is. There is? Yeah. Yeah, you've been, you said it before, right? Oh, what the fuck's his Butterball. name? Butterball. Butterball, that's his name. I don't know, I'm just guessing. Yeah, it is Butterball. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's the female one, Butterball, Chatterer, and Pinhead. I just Google Fat Cenobite <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that oh. guy does kick ass though, because I always <laughs> yeah. looked at him and like, God, he looks so familiar for some reason. Butterball is an obese Cenobite and appears as a follower of Pinhead. God, what a way to live. Butterball. God. Uh. Anyway, yeah, this doctor is obsessed with uh, Doctor Shenard. 
Shenard is obsessed with yeah. some uh, mystical Cenobite shit, but you don't yeah. find that right away. No. He, uh, once he finds out that, like, this Kirsty chick is, like, saying some odd stuff, he's like, oh, maybe I should uh, take a closer look on that. And then you find out he's got, like, an underground layer of weird, <laughs> weird fucking psychopaths. He keeps, he keeps a bunch of fucking, he keeps a fucking bunch of mental patients in the fucking boiler room. Yeah. <laughs> Just checking on like, them. The minute you get off the elevator, you hear screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Kirsty's like, you gotta burn that mattress! You gotta burn the mattress! Because... There's, like, cops there in the very beginning. It's like, oh, we found this Whatever. fucking mattress here. Like, a guy gets sucked into it. Does a guy get sucked into the mattress? At the, the end. Beginning? Oh, at the at end. The end. Yeah. Fuck. I'm 41 bucks, we can get a butterball mask. <laughs> um, oh, God. That is a horrible mask. What the fuck? What that is mask? a horrible mask. Is that what a is drawing? That? Is that a yeah, drawing like a of drawing. a mask? What is, is it a... Is it like a stocking you put over your head? It's got one four-star review. This is okay. <laughs> that warranted four stars. That's the review! Four stars. It is okay. <laughs> this is okay. God. God. <laughs> I want to respond to that. That, that review... Yeah, I want to review that review. <laughs> this review sucks, like, too. Yeah. This is okay. Yeah, up your game. Four-star review. This is okay. You don't have to like it. One-star review for the review. Get better at reviewing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Kirstie's like, you gotta you gotta kill that mattress. Burn it. That mattress is bad, bad news bears yeah. or whatever. Because Julia is like... Blood's all over it. Yeah. This I guess Julia's in the mattress like Frank was in the house. I don't, I don't fucking see this. The rules I don't understand. Yeah. I don't get this either. I, I don't get cause Where's see, she at? What's she doing? She's so hanging out. All, all the complaints you had for one, I will, I will gladly let you have for two because two is so all over the place. I don't even fucking know where to start. It is all over the place, right? Because, <laughs> like, the rules of people is coming back. Will, like, why is Julia coming back? She yeah. wasn't. She didn't solve any puzzles. She yeah. just stabbed in the stairs. Yeah, and just bled out on a mattress. Yeah, that's why I think she was under some weird spell from Frank, who's got some weird magical goop powers. Yeah. But my thing is, I don't. I don't want to acknowledge it two for one because two is. But so you gotta take there. They happen back to back to each other. But the thing is, I like one enough that I and I don't like two enough that I don't fucking care about two. <laughs> See, I'm gonna tell you right now. I might have had more fun with two. I don't know. Two if, is stupid as fuck. It is stupid. I don't know if I liked it better overall as a movie, but I had a lot of fun with two. I liked, I liked one for what it was by itself. But even trying to take one with two, I'm like, all of this is stupid. <laughs> yes, like, it I, is. I think if I if I were to just watch one, I think I would have liked it more. But I don't, just the way 2 presents itself, I'm just like, you're trying way too hard to explain shit that I didn't even want answers to. And the fact that you're trying to explain it in this way just makes me think it's all stupid now. <laughs> yep. And that's what makes me angry. Like, I liked one. <laughs> this movie's trying to convince me that I don't like one, but I liked one. 
<laughs> Stop trying to convince me that I didn't like one. So this movie is just as horny. Oh, yeah. It's just as goopy. Yeah. Uh, I would even argue that the suit that Julia comes back in, the, the muscle suit. Yeah. Is maybe better? A little more detailed, I would say. It looks awesome, and she's in yeah. it for way longer. And you see more of it. You see, it's like whole yeah. body. Yeah. God, it looks, it's like in broad daylight, yeah. too. It looks really good. And the fact that uh, the doctor is so stupid enough to have an all-white house and bring her to it. <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> At so, least put some fucking plastic down. No kidding. Put a fucking tarp down. But like when I saw like red handprints on the walls, I was like the rest of development. That's exactly what I thought. To buy his fume K when he blew himself. Oh my god, she read it herself. (laughs) Nice. Exactly what me and Chelsea said. Oh, I just blew myself. Oh my god. Fucking. Awkward, odd, weird, fucked up. I don't know what the right word is. When the doctor starts making out with Julia. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. And to, like, oh, I'm just going to cover you in all these bandages I have and then make out with you. It's like, it's all And then the starts, same. like, creeping yeah. his fingers up her thighs. Yeah. Like, yeah. like she's still goopy down there. She's I... so goopy. And he's just like, oh, I just want to feel. Oh, what the fuck? God. fucked up. Like, you can't get any other chick? Like, what the fuck is wrong yeah. with you? When me and Molly were watching it, she, I think she presented to me the best way, where it was like, this movie had... So many different avenues it could have gone down in like the first fifteen to twenty minutes of it, and it took none of them. <laughs> like, yeah, like there yeah. were so many things they presented where I was like, "That's a cool way to go with it." Oh, that's a cool way to go with it. That's a cool way to go with it. Nope, let's just do a weird haunted house thing where we open a gateway to hell and we walk down the same hallway for fucking twenty minutes. So, like, <laughs> even before that, out of nowhere. Like that Dr. Sheboygan or whatever his name is. <laughs> yes, Dr. Sheboygan. Turns into a Cenobite? Oh my god. I hated that. Where'd that come from? I don't know. I don't know the rules so of this so universe. Many, and there's so <laughs> many things they present in this where I'm like, what? Is, so like, there's one time where Julia's like, you thought you killed me, but I'm actually the queen of hell. Okay. Then what? how did then how did you get sucked into a weird wind tunnel? Yeah, why are you stuck in a mattress, you dumb bitch? Yeah, <laughs> and then also, why did your body go out of your skin? You b- regenerated your skin. You're not wearing someone's skin. <laughs> okay, that was another thing too. So in the first one, Frank has to wear Larry's skin. Yeah, because he hasn't regenerated it, so he has to wear Larry's skin. But in the two, she hand sucks. Uh, yeah. some other chick. She regenerates completely. It's her skin. It's her skin. She so how'd she get sucked somebody's... out of her own skin? I don't know how she gets sucked out of her own skin, but that skin comes right off. Yeah! Oh, it slips. It, it's so skin loose. Skin don't work that way! <laughs> it's so loose on her. If you're, okay, if you're a weird fucking undead Cenobite whatever, maybe I can suspend disbelief that you're wearing someone else's skin face off style yeah. in the first one sure weird, weird hell magic or whatever weird, it yeah is. weird hell magic sure yeah. but you have regenerated yourself completely it is your skin it is attached to your muscles yeah. on your bones yeah how did you get sucked out of your own skin 
to have a weird fucked up scene for no reason where your daughter's wearing your skin at the end. Too goopy. I'm gonna pose that as a thing. Yeah, that's a, that's way too much blood for her to just be wearing the skin. Hey, that's, that's... a Charles Vick coming up. Too goopy. Too <laughs> too goopy. Oh my god. Golly. So two also poses the question like why didn't like Larry or not Larry? I'm sorry. Frank or Julia become Cenobites. Like, Dr. Sheboygan is just like, yeah. oh, I'm being killed. Now I'm like a king Cenobite. Yeah. Fucking raping all these she, other ones. Like, threw, I yeah. also wondered that. She, she pushed him into a box thing. Like, a box thing comes up in... Like the, a weird elevator thing. Yeah, like a weird elevator comes up, so pushes what? him in it, and then that turns him in... So does that turn you into Cenobite? I don't know. He got, like, cords on his face, but, like, Frank got his face torn apart. it was, like, a weird Cenobite where it was, like, he was, like, part, like, squid thing. Yeah, he's, that, like, like, part tube. Yeah, like, a fucking squid puts its arm into its head, and then, like, snakes come out of his hands. Yeah, he had, like, a weird tube on his head, and they had tubes out of his hands. Yeah, because at the end, how he dies is his snake hands get stuck in the ground and then the tube rips his oh head off. Oh my god, I have a lot of problems with that because I, that dude, makes no fucking sense. Dude, it's so stupid. His tube... Is he controlling himself or is the weird squid thing controlling him? I don't know. His two, his hand tubes get caught in the ground. Big tube rips his head off. Yeah. What? It tries yeah. to do too much. That's the thing I hate about two. <laughs> One, yeah, they do a lot, but at least I can get with it. Two does so much to where I'm like, I can't even get with this anymore. Right. And then I so agree. There's another character introduced. She is in the mental hospital. Oh yeah, Tiffany. Yeah, she like solves the cube. She loves puzzles. So they give. This was so dumb. Yeah. Why did he give know. her the puzzle boxes like off the bat? Like he waits. Forever to give her puzzle, the puzzle box. Yeah, that seems to be who he has thing. all. Yeah, he has all of them, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm gonna wait." Oh wait, oh I got Julia back. Now I'll give you all the puzzle boxes. She she like solves all of them, and then opens one doorway. I hated that. To hell. I don't know. And then she goes so like hell or whatever. This dimension opens up, and the Cenobites come out like, "No, we must not touch her. She did not mean to open." Like, well, fucking. She, I mean, no, I guess... Kirsty didn't mean to open no, it in the first I, I one. I feel like nobody means <laughs> to open this thing up. Like, that... Yeah. What are the rules? Kirsty didn't mean to open it in the first one, and they were like, we're gonna fucking take you with it. Yeah, she had to, like, play, like fucking trick him. Like, oh, yeah. Frank got out of this. Who's Frank? You mean that motherfucker <laughs> got out of here? Two I is don't think so, baby. I fucking hate to... Hey, Sam, two fucking sucks. Yeah, I would say <laughs> I hate to. It, I would say it's just as horny. It's horny. Oh, it's just as horny. But I cannot see what you see in two. One, I was on board. One, yeah, it takes a little bit of stretching the imagination, but I could get with one. Two goes in so many different directions and and raises way more questions than one <laughs> that I left like almost disheveled. <laughs> so I, while watching this. Was having a great time because like, uh, me and Chills were yucking it up with each other, and I think that's the only way you can enjoy this movie. I but think I so would too. say like, while saying that, I don't think this is a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> I liked watching it, but I, as a grade, I'm gonna grade it less than one. Yeah, I think one is more of like a succinct kind yeah. of like premise. 
two is like we're gonna expand on mythology, <laughs> but make it have no sense attached to it. It literally is like this is this is the worst problem with horror movie sequels is that they try, they feel like because they liked the initial one that they need to explain everything from the yeah. first one. But they don't explain anything. No, but it's just like, I feel like in their own weird fucked up mind, they feel like they're explaining everything. And you're like, no, you're, you're just, you're both raising more questions and making me hate things that I like from the first one. Yeah. I don't. So I, they show from right at the beginning a guy that turns into Pinhead. I don't hate that. It's like, okay, yeah. Pinhead was just a guy. Sure. sure. And now he's like this ruler of this dimension or whatever. That kind of like harkens to what happens to Sheboygan. <laughs> and then he becomes a Cenobite. Cherubusco? And like, is that his name? No. Cherubusco? What the fuck? I think it's Chenard. She, whatever yeah, it is. Bucky's got it. Yeah. But, so it like plays on that aspect, right? But then like, he has been a Cenobite for four minutes and just wipes the floor with these other ones. Yeah. What is the squid thing that he's attached to that it's like making him I all powerful? Know. Where'd it come from? I don't know, man. Anybody like rips all their faces off or something? Like yeah, he kills a he kills a room full of patients, and then so. That was another thing too, where it's like, so is that the real world or is that hell? I don't know. Where all those patients are. <laughs> I don't know. Does this I whole movie know. take place in hell? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it does. Like but there it are doesn't. there are moments in here where their representations of hell were kind of cool. Like when they meet Frank, I thought that was cool. Yeah. I when like they go that. to when they go to his own personal hell where it's like it's beds full of women that are just like aching for sex and then when you pull the sheet back they're gone yeah i like that i like i like that in terms of like frank's that being frank's personal hell but then any other time they showed someone's quote-unquote personal hell it was something so fucking stupid like (laughs) oh my god all the pictures of my family are bleeding what yeah why would that fuck you up for the rest of your life (laughs) especially if you're there like for a long time you wouldn't get over that yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like there's sometimes where they were like oh they, they they were really creative with people's personal hell there's other times where it's like oh have like his wife getting fucked by two guys in a hot tub with hooks in their backs what yeah. how is that your own personal hell yeah. the hooks in the backs are a little much yeah <laughs> I could have yeah. done with the adultery or whatever it is yeah like if they would have like legit just taken like two or three characters from like the first movie and really thought out, like, what would be their personal hell to where, like, you can see that's their torture for the rest of their life. And then do, like, a Wizard of Oz type thing where it's, like, it's Kirsty looking for her dad, journeying through hell, meeting up with characters from the first one and seeing them in their own personal hell and, like, how it's fucking them up. That could have been a good two. Like, that's what I thought, that's where I thought they were going with it when they uh-huh. did the whole thing in the beginning. But then it just kind of turns into a, let's do some weird visuals like this movie looks like a fucking high school haunted house <laughs> there's a lot of matte paintings in this i do kind of like no yeah it, it i get that but it's like this movie feels like a haunted like a decently well uh, like a decently done haunted house like you're no, just watching I, people I agree. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're just you're just watching people journey through like a pretty well done haunted house yeah i agree yes <laughs> uh 
Yeah. This, uh, I don't know. This movie's all over the place, guys. Yeah. Guys. It is. And that to me, that's not a movie. That's just watching people experience something where I'm like, yeah, it'd be cool if I walked through it, but I don't want to watch people do it for fucking an hour and a half. Yeah. I don't, and then, like, at the end of the... So, at the end of this, that weird square pillar that's always just spinning around... It's all like the, 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 the mattress. <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> the weird, the weird diamond pillar with like the yeah. weird fucking uh, White House black light that would like shine on you. Like, here's yeah, the yeah. bad thing you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your precious, sir? Uh, like the, the mattress is there, and the guy gets sucked into it. I'm just like, oh, why, that thing. Why the fuck? I was talking about the weird diamond pillar they always keep talking about. Where yeah. it's like. That dark light goes on you and then it like, shows you something bad you did. Yeah, but I'm like, oh, like, okay, I get it. Whatever. But I, I, and then there's also one you got to solve, but it's also a cube. Like, I, I don't know. I don't care about this anymore. Yeah, I feel like at, at first I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, I this was is gonna be more gentle on it, but I think I don't like it <laughs> as much like, anymore. I'm trying to grade this shit. <laughs> I was like, at one point I was like, this is dumb. Maybe I can just kind of take it as like this is the like the dumb cousin to like the movie that I like. And then as it went on, I'm like, You're, this is too long. Like for being an hour and a half, this is too long. <laughs> it took me longer to get through this at the same length than it did the first one. Yeah, I, yeah, and it's. I almost wish that they weren't as connected to one and two, like, to each other. I wish there was, like, like two separate stories going on. Because then yeah. maybe I would be like, okay, like, they're... It's like an anthology movie series. Like, it's just whoever else. Like, blah. But it's... Yeah. yeah it's like, like yeah. it directly leads off one. So, yeah. like... Like, the fact that, yeah, the fact, the that, fact that, that I shotgunned them... <laughs> Doesn't help. The fact that it's yeah. so much connected to one, it was it just cheapened one for me. Where I'm like, stop making me not like a movie that I liked as much. Like you're cheapening it. Like, like, fuck you. Yeah, whoever likes to shut the fuck up, <laughs> Sam. Piece of shit, dumbass. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> anyway, let's throw some grades on two here. I don't even want to finish talking about it. I don't got anything else to say. I don't say. even want to finish talking. Like, you have more to talk about you don't want to do. Something. No, I don't, I don't even have anything else to talk yeah. about. Like, what else is there to talk about? That Tiffany chick running around? Like, yeah. what nope. else is there to say? Nope, throw it on. Fucking Kirstie wears Julia's skin yeah. that fell off easily. Yeah. And then she also has it ripped off easily. Two centibites yeah. and a baby. Uh, this movie stinks. Cool. Great. I got through it. I mean... <laughs> I got through it. I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go a D. Okay. It's not an F. It's not awful. Um, But I'm gonna go a D. Alright. It's just... It's bad. Yeah. And it's worse than one. And nothing nothing really makes sense. <laughs> it, um, it's a D. It's a D for me. It's a D. Yeah. Uh, it's a D for me? Let's see. I went to U.S. Let's go JT. Uh, yeah. Uh, there are thought. There's like, I, like, like I said, I liked the them including Frank's personal hell. I thought that was it, creative. And yeah, like you said, I think Julia's muscle suit was 
a little more detailed than Frank's was from the first one. Yeah. It looked great, regardless yeah. if it was or not. It looked awesome. Yeah. But beyond that, it it's so nonsensical. <laughs> I, I can't get into anything that's, go, that's going on in this. The opening the gates of hell, I was like excited when they first going they they first went in, but then when it started turning into like fifteen minutes of them war- running down the same hallway, saying they're in a different spot of this labyrinth, I was like, "Stop fucking pissing on me and saying it's raining." <laughs> I'm I can tell you're using the exact same set and saying, "Oh my god, we're lost." Ah, it's I'm gonna go this the same route as Cole. I'm giving a D. Good deal. Uh, I am also giving this a D. Like, oh, I went man. into it. Like, I, I went into this double review. I'm going to give this just a slightly lower grade than Hellraiser 1. Because I'm like, yeah. Chelsea and I, like, laughed through this thing. It was kind of fun to watch. But, like, talking with you guys made me, like, like it less. Stupid. I think. Like, I don't. It's so fucking stupid. It, it I is. couldn't get into it. Like, it, it, it made me have more questions about one. They even cheapen the Cinnabites by like having this dude that just became a Cinnabite yeah, just totally basically take him to kill school. them all. And yeah. they don't even like seem to like care to defend themselves. They just just stand back and let them let him kill them. Like what the fuck? Dumb. Dumb. It makes me not even want to watch any of like I kind of want to watch like the new Hulu one that just came out. Yeah. I hear it's like or it's it's more of a slasher type more movie. Of a, I so yes, I'm giving this movie a D. Yeah, uh, triple D's. Yeah, um, Those are hot. Big. That's, that's a, hot. That's real big. Me and Ghost Hunter Dave <laughs> were talking were about big. what our favorite kind of horror movies were over this last weekend. Yeah, and I think my favorite horror movies are either something like Cabin in the Woods or Trick or Treat, something that like is yeah. campy and like violent. Yeah, or like a Halloween or a Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. like a fun slasher movie. Yeah. Like otherwise, I don't get into like the psychological or like they're not my favorite. They're not that fun to watch. Like yeah. I want to watch something fun. Sure. And like, granted, yeah. at parts, this Hellraiser, uh, 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 one and two, was kind of fun, yeah. but it never got to the point where I'm just like. I was fully invested in the movie because, like, the movie, op- it wasn't, like, ambiguous enough where you could just be like, oh, yeah, like, Jason Voorhees just gets up because he's, like, an unkillable monster, whatever. Like, I don't need to know why. I don't need to know any more backstory than that. He's just, like, this unstoppable force, whatever. But there's so many, like, moving parts to, like, how these things work and the universe they live in. It's yeah. like, why are you making this so overly complicated? Yeah. That I'm hoping this Hulu relaunch of it, like, just kind of narrows its focus a bit. And, like, I am is curious. more yeah. of a slasher movie. I hope it is. I think, I, I think I'm going to give it a watch over the weekend. Because I, I am curious to see where they, what they do with it. Me too. Like, I don't necessarily hate... Because based on the first one, I don't necessarily hate the idea of the Hellraiser franchise. I just think, like, 2 tried so hard to explain everything do to some. you. I don't even think it tried to explain anything. Uh, uh, but <laughs> it I, tried but no. hard to do something. My thing is, I feel, like it, <laughs> I feel like it thought that it was explaining everything to you to where I'm like, you're just making me more confused. <laughs> where, like, I feel like a complete reboot of it in 
with someone with a completely different mindset might make me more interested in, in seeing what they could possibly do with it more in the future. Yeah. I'm completely in the same boat. I don't think I'll watch it, but it sounds good. Okay. It sounds new, at least. It does. <laughs> it sounds new. <laughs> All right. That's the Hellraiser double feature yeah. for this episode. JT, Sam, you asked for it. We watched two. We didn't like it. Yeah, you suck, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Your taste sucks. You suck. Fuck off, Sam. Uh, I liked one, though. I really liked one. Disagree. Okay. Uh, I thought it was a C-plus worthy movie. Um, JT, is there anything else you were into this uh, last week? Me and Molly started... I convinced Molly because she, she didn't want to watch it because she herself is trained to be a teacher. And she thought it'd be almost PTSD. I uh, convinced her to start watching Abbott Elementary. Oh, great. And I think we're almost, we're close to almost finishing the first season. I, I like it. it it's not my favorite show. Cause it's, it's like that office-esque, like it's kind yeah. of like a mockumentary. I think it's, yeah. I think sometimes deal. their comedy is almost on par with the office sometimes. Oh, I completely agree. <laughs> and I, so... I haven't caught every episode, but like the ones I have caught, I, I actually quite like. I yeah. I like the show. It is it's really funny. And even I think it's even more enjoyable watching with Molly because she will be like, I've legit done things like this. <laughs> and like it it yeah, it's just kind of fun to like see it from like a teacher's perspective even too. Like how things work out and Yeah, it I think it's really funny. Yeah. I think it's good. And the creator of it is, like, the main teacher oh, yeah. of the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's wild is, like, she was originally from, like, the YouTube BuzzFeed channel. Really? Yeah. And she, like, would do skits and stuff and on that. And she eventually broke loose because she wanted to do her own thing and, like, became a writer and then made this show. And then it has, like, Emmy nominations and shit, too. So oh, like, shit. Congratulations to her. Like that whole cast is really good. Like it is all, really good. All the yeah. character, all the characters on it are so different, and they play their parts so well. Yeah. Like every time I watch an episode, like I have like a new favorite. <laughs> like there was a while there where I loved the janitor. Oh, the janitor is my personal favorite. Janitor's the janitor so kicks ass. I need to that, watch this shit. That first episode when like that one chick, uh, they fire that one chick and they put him in charge of like watching the school and he's like teaching the kids that the Illuminati controls everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was losing my shit. <laughs> but yeah, the janitor. The janitor's obsessed with things being trash. Like, it was like, no, it's trash. <laughs> like, yeah. what do I do with this? And he just, like, shows up, it's trash. Yeah. Janitor's great. <laughs> like, the janitor and, like, uh, like, the older teacher reminds me of so many teachers I've had in the past, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. God. I like the old experience kindergarten teacher and, yeah. like, the other like redheaded teacher. Oh yeah, the one that has the connections. Yeah, yeah. I think they're great. <laughs> they're amazing. Yeah. Uh great show. Like, it's a good every, show. Everyone has like everyone has like uh like a moment in every episode where I think they're they all just work perfectly for their roles in the show. Yep. It's a good show. Even like the print the principal will crack me up every once in a while too. Yeah. The principal like is not she's, my favorite part she's of She's definitely She's definitely abrasive, but like she's that kind of like abrasive where it's like 
she's almost so abrasive that it's kind of funny. Or like, she's like that boss where it's like, I could, oh, I could probably do the job better than you. Yeah. yeah but yeah. just like the way that she does it, well, I'm the boss, so you gotta listen to me kind of shit. <laughs> Anything else? Mm-hmm. I started watching the I Love You, You Ate Me on Peacock. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm definitely interested. Like, they they insinuate there's some fucked up shit coming up, and I really want to check it out. But, God, I remember just Barney being, like, I remember, like, being at that perfect age where, like, there was a point where I loved Barney and then being so vitriolic towards Barney. Oh. That series is only two episodes. Yeah, I know. By the end of the second episode, you're like, whoa, that was a quick downfall. (laughs) (laughs) I was never into Barney. Yeah. No? No. Not once. And, like, like, that time was before Molly, but I feel like there's so much, even, like, uh, connected to, like, early childhood education where I'm like, I feel like I need to stop and just, like, watch it with Molly because I feel like she'd appreciate it. Uh Yeah. Because it's created by, like, a, like a... Well, she was a teacher, wasn't she? She was, yeah. So I feel like just like that whole experience of like stumbling on this fucking thing, like even like her getting inspiration from like the We Sing series. Yeah. Like we had that We Sing in Sillyville when we were fucking kids and fucking. Yeah. Like I remember oh, watching Mr. that G fucking Sillyville that. shit. <laughs> God, I'm a, we would like watch that like twice all the way through every year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just recently tried to show my kids that because I found it on YouTube. Oh, yeah? They could not fucking stand it. Really? My five and three-year-olds thought it sucked ass. Oh, my God. And they watched literal garbage. They hate Michael Finnegan (laughs) begin again? They did not like it. And I was, like, almost kind of reminiscing on him, like, oh, wow. Like, like kind of singing along to it, and they're like, Dad, this sucks. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Entertainment's changed, man. <laughs> but barely. It's barely different from the shit they watch. It's just weird that they did not like that, but will watch the stuff that they watch. True. Anyway, that's it. And uh, we're also watching Unsol- Unsolved Mysteries is back for the third season. Oh, back. God. I like Unsolved Mysteries, but when they do their Supernatural episodes, I I can't get into it at all. <laughs> There's, like, one episode where they talk about, like, a UFO that, like, went over, like, Lake Michigan. Uh-huh. And it is so boring. Because it's literally, like, 13 or 14 different accounts of the same fucking thing. <laughs> where I'm like, I get it! Sure! Maybe a UFO showed up! I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> Did they or not? It's like watching 14 <laughs> different old people tell the exact same story. Where I'm like, okay, fine. Will you stop if I say I believe you? <laughs> <laughs> will you just stop literally oh god it's just like okay i get it sure ufos might exist i need to hear the fucking story over and over again but like the like the weird murder ones are always like the like there was like one with like this guy called buffalo bill who was like a he like started a wrestling promotion in las vegas and like he showed up dead in a hotel and like there's like uh, ideas that, like, the mob killed him. Jesus. So, like, I don't know. It's, like, shit like, shit like that I'm, like, totally invested in. Like, there's that one. There's, like, there's like a story of, like, a girl that was on her way to, like, having a volleyball scholarship that, like, she left her house and then, like, showed up 
hours later getting hit by a train like God. miles away and there's no idea how she got there okay and it like shit like that though that's interesting but listening to the same ufo story 40 times in a row i'm like i could skip this episode mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah like unsolved mysteries is good but like when it, with the crime stuff but with like the supernatural shit i'm just like whatever man i get it sure hmm cool uh, Werewolf by Night. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, no, it's I, fun. I threw it on randomly this past weekend, like Sunday morning. Just, I was like, oh, I guess I'll start it and see what it's like. I couldn't stop. I watched all 55 it's minutes. It's fun. Good. It's great. It's, it's a good show. It's fun. It's out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, it's, it's good. Like, I, I completely recommend it. Yeah. Do you like that uh, Marvel could go to, like, these... What are they called? Special events or whatever. Special presentations yeah. or whatever. I like that it's going to be like this one-shot thing. I love that. In Instead fact, of like, like giving it like a fucking six-episode yeah. run. I don't need a full fucking story arc. No. Yeah. Give me a story in an hour. Yep. So like Two hours. Give me a quick movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need a full fucking series on it. Yeah. So like the the theme song for the special presentation thing, they took that from like I guess CBS back in like the late 70s early 80s would do like special presentations for kids on like Saturday mornings. Yeah. And they like legit like it's not the exact same theme song but they took that as inspiration for like <laughs> the Marvel special presentation. Oh, right on. It nice. sounds right on. Yeah, like it sounds like a fucking like a, like a special presentation type <laughs> song, but I guess CBS would do these where they would play like a weird version of that kind of song to like show that it's like a, it's like an hour long special of like like a Charlie Brown thing or something cool. like that. Um. Yeah, I just I recommend. I don't want to give much away, but it's fucking it's fun. Yeah, it is yeah. fun. It's like did, fun, you, ex- did you expect it to be as violent as it was? Mm, no. Not at all. Um, especially with the way that it starts out. Yeah. And then they start getting into the monster actually taking people out. and Oh, dude. Uh, the werewolf. His fucking like, melting hand thing. Oh, so Holy good. shit. Yeah, that was good. So good. Um, I, I love this. This is fun. Yeah. The werewolf was... All the werewolf shit was really cool, too. It was. Um, yeah, good shit. Good shit. That's it. I have been so fucking busy <laughs> like fuck me um troy uh i watched two things i went on with uh me and chelsea's marvel rewatch oh yeah we we're on iron man 2 wow the third stop in this like 30 movie yeah <laughs> uh adventure iron man 2 great still right. fun i don't think it's as fun as iron man 1 no uh, it's got Sam Rockwell in it. God, go Sam Rockwell's fucking great. They keep hinting that he's going to come back sometime. Yeah. And it, just do it. Golly. Wh- just I fucking do it right. Just totally back forgot already. Mickey Rourke was in like the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah. My bird. Yeah. My bird. My bird. <laughs> you you lose. You lose. <laughs> that was his short, like two year run back in films. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, I didn't hate, like, I, I guess I didn't hate it. Like, they threw some more mythology on S.H.I.E.L.D. in this, 
like they said, like Tony Stark's dad helped create it and all that. I, the one thing I had a question about was like, so in the first one, he made this arc reactor in this cave off of uh, a box of scraps. Uh, I have a box of scraps, but like he also <laughs> made it off of like this, like project that his team was doing to make a clean energy. Yeah. Right. But the 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 arc reactor that he has in his chest in two is poisoning him. Like, yeah. So it's not clean energy. Well, to to a human chest. I I guess, but like it's like I giving see what off you're saying like. He's using whatever it is, polydium, in it in as a core in it, and I'm like, did he use that when he made it in the cave with a box of scraps? Did he have that? I don't remember. It's just weird that it took a turn that he needed to make his own element. Yeah, which I guess he calls badassium. <sighs> he never says it in the movie. I want to say, but it's brought up in a wiki that I read. I, I don't know if. We ever released this episode, but I remember we, you, me, and Neil did an episode where I got so drunk that I got very hung up on the fact that he creates his own element to where I think I pissed you and Neil off that I would not let it go. <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds right. And I think I remember listening back to it and I thought it was so unlistenable that I never released it. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. Iron Man 2, as a whole, is, is fun enough. Like, yeah. it's, it's good. Elon Musk is in it for some reason. Oh, no. It's only for, like, two seconds. But it's got one of the best fucking Iron Man suits ever. The suitcase suit. Oh, that is pretty cool. Yeah, he, like, sticks his hands God, in it. And then so it all great. forms around him. So that, like, morphing around him is so much more satisfying when it gets on later and it's just, like, the... And it's just, like, fucking nanotech. nanobites. Yeah. Ugh. That shit's so fucking boring and wait. Yeah. Like, I like to see, like, chunky, yeah. fucking like, clickety-clacky like, yeah. armor. Like, the like, work that goes into it. Yeah. Give me the clickety-clack. Yeah, I, I want the clickety-clack. Give me the clickety-clack. Oh, my God. And then the other movie me and Chelsea watched was Top Gun Maverick. Oh. And? This movie fucking kicks ass. Oh, shit. It. I am disappointed I didn't see this in the theater. Ooh. Sweet. This movie actually had me on the edge of my seat. Somehow, this movie took all of the tropes from the first one yeah. and used them in the movie, and I didn't hate it. Wow. And I ended up coming out of this movie really liking it. Wow. Like, on Letterboxd, I gave it four and a half out of five stars. Wow. Shit. It, there is actual points in this where I felt real tension and stakes. Wow. And I don't know how... <laughs> quit Owen Wilsoning me. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this movie did it, but it did it. Man. Tom Cruise just has something. Gotta watch that. He's got that it factor. He I, went clear. That's, that's not streaming anywhere, right? You had to rent that? I had to rent it, but okay. it just went down from a $20 rental to a $4 rental. Okay, wow. So, yeah, it... That's why we decided to give it a shot. Yeah, definitely. It and, was, and you won't be here to do what we missed in twenty twenty two. I didn't miss it. I watched it. Okay, but <laughs> wow, maybe someone will, maybe someone will bring it up for uh, for December. Well, maybe, but I already watched it, so shit. Troy's <laughs> content. Troy's Troy's I, Troy's I, gone clear. Yeah, I didn't miss it. I I went clear. I it's guys, if you haven't seen it. 
I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. Okay. Full full throttle. You'll you'll cool. do it. Like they my throat is full. <laughs> they like reenact like the volleyball scene with like a football scene. Man. And it works. They 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 sing great balls of fire in a bar. Somehow I thought that was the most awkward thing. Like, why would all these kids that are probably our age sing great balls of fire at a bar on the piano? Like, wouldn't they sing like some other song? Did some colonel yell that they they yelled that he wants some butts? No. <laughs> F. Fucking F. <laughs> but a lot of shit was shot practically too. So that was awesome. Man. Like, yeah. Like, they were actually in the planes in this. Man. And they had to, like, hit, like, a button on this, uh, in the plane to, like, actually film their reactions in it. Holy They were driving the planes, obviously, but, like... Holy fuck. You feel it. You feel, like, the actual, like, fucking plane. I definitely want to see it. It's great. I definitely want to see it. Oh, yeah, it's on my list. Yeah. Uh, That's it. That's all I'm going to watch. All right. Top Gun, Iron Man 2. Next stop, Thor on the Marvel Cinematic (laughs) Train. So, oh, Troy, yeah. yes, sir. I'm going, I'm just going to leave it up to you. So, here's all of the movies that we've been given so far to watch for November. Since you're doing your swan song for a while, I'll yeah. let you have the pick for what movie we do next week based off of what the fans have given us so far. Okay. So, so far we have The Prestige. Okay. Sleepaway Camp. Dark City, The Mask of the Red Death, The Darjeeling Limited, Treasure Island, and The Mighty Ducks, and Connor Hopkins messaged me with his picks. Secret picks. Of Beyond the Mat. Okay. Yeah. And Memento. Oh, Memento. Fuck. Oh. So read, I'll, read them all off once one more. So yeah, Memento, Beyond the Mat, The Prestige, Sleepaway Camp, Dark City, The Mask of the Red Death, The Darjeeling oh. Limited, Treasure Island, and The Mighty Ducks. I want a Dark City. Oh fuck. <laughs> OJ. Put that in. We're gonna fuck we're gonna fuck off your sleepaway camp. <laughs> I wanna see Sleepaway Camp, but I wanna watch Dark City again. I all have right. I have fun when I watch Dark OJ, City. OJ, we're doing your pick of of Dark City. Troy wants it. We're doing it. We're All doing right. Dark City for next week for Fan Appreciation Month. OJ, you're welcome. <laughs> also, OJ, what you been up to, man? OJ, what have you been up to? Yeah. And then uh, I'll I'll do some calibrations in terms of our uh, Patreon, and then I'll decide, based on our patrons and who decided what, what we'll do for your last show before... You get fucked up with, uh... Baby? No, with, um... (laughs) With Baby, and then also, uh, we're doing Morbius for your last show. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) We get morbed. Don't put Baby in a corner over there, Morb. (laughs) Morb. So, guys, tune in for Dark City next week. Oh, fuck. You've seen a Dark City, Cole? Never. Don't know what it's about. Nothing. Joel, you've seen a Dark City? I think I've seen... Bits and pieces of it. God, I got the DVD. You fucker. So I'm not going to use the DVD. I'm going to fucking rent it like a real person. But... <laughs> I'm rent it like a real person. <laughs> I don't know if it's on anything. Let me check. Oh, shit. Well, I'll have to watch it here then on the DVD. Let me see. The Dark DVD. City. I hope it's available to at least rent. 
Oh my god. Tensions building. Uh, you can rent it at least. Yeah, you can rent it. Sweet. Sweet. I'll just pay for it again. God, guys, I don't know if you know this. I'm so fucking rich. You're rich. <laughs> oh my god, Dark City next week. Funny enough, there's a lot of people in there that look like fucking pinheads, so. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, I guess they just look like head. There's less pins in them. No, no pins, they just, just head. They just look like head. Look like at pinhead without the pins. <laughs> Guys, this is a long fucking show. It very mm-hmm. much is. I've been looking at the clock. I'm like, oh my god. I'm, I'm falling asleep over here. Let's, do uh, it. let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, JT, where can people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you find about Hellraiser? At, find me at Bucky Vernon on Twitter, Bucky Vernon on Instagram or Snapchat, whichever you find me. Hot take. Find the Butterball at Coach Havens on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Bumble, Tinder. Uh, what's new this week? Uh, I guess that's it. Troy! Find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. Find us all at Review Review Pod on Twitter. This week's matchup. The, the Social Network versus Looney Tunes back in action. Oh, what the Everyone's fuck? least favorite <laughs> fucking bout. Twitter's always, sleeping over there's there. There's always gotta be one. Uh, you can write in, such as many of our friends did this week. At ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Don't do that while the action is hot. And next week, we are getting down on some dark city. Fuck. Golly. Can you believe we've gotten this far? Guys, that was the biggest show we've probably literally ever done. Fuck. Can you imagine? We're all fucking half-eyed over here. Don't imagine how... Big is going to be for Dark City. Oh, my God. Biggest show we've ever done. Biggest show we've ever done. Tune in in to find out. Uh, But until then, I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. I have been Butterball. Hey, I'm Troy to the Guy. And we are off.